0: We la. Like. Hey yo, it's Saturday morning, boy, and we are here to drop these hot bars, blurred style, nerdcore. What we call it? Blurred core. Hey, let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. It's the homeboy Tyleen, yo, you know we on here, we on y'all's screen. Richard Pryor, you know he's a flyer, we can't do it because he got red and blue attire. We out here, and you see me and Yazzie, you know how we do it, cause she stays so jazzy. We out here in the street, you know we got the heat, and if you wanna try to ask me, track me, we'll run it. Yes, you know we gon' gun it. I don't really know where, uh, Steph is on the, uh, Ty is. The, all right all right Tyrone is, all right <laughs> all right i didn't i didn't have my gummy berry juice this morning i didn't i don't think i'm all right. it's not it's not working out i'm not i'm not <laughs> let's 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 start can we start back over again <laughs> it's, all right let's try that again i don't think Thank I. You. this isn't how i expected to start you know what uh uh hey good morning everybody uh this is the new blurred order i have to figure out a formal way to actually start the show and i have to turn off my notifications before i start the show as well so it's not like pop-up Tuesday. uh what's going on everybody man we have a lot to discuss Things are going on in the blurred sphere if you case in case you did not know. Let's talk about a couple of the things that have developed this week if you don't mind. Well, first and foremost, if you have been under a rock, hey, guess what comes out next week? The Batman, a new version starring one Edward Team Edward from Twilight, yes indeed. Uh and as we discussed last week, Moon Knight will be coming up pretty soon as well. And only 2 months away, we have the multiverse of madness just last night A new Vikings drop, y'all, and it's starring that dude from Sabrina the Teenage Wolf. Uh, I mean, not wolf, uh, Teenage Witch. But I think a Teenage Wolf would be kind of dope, too, if we could talk about that. Uh, Let's let's talk about that. But for right now, we want to go ahead and get into our little space here, y'all. And if you don't mind, go ahead and hit that share button. Say what up to everybody and let your people know because we want to have a good conversation. We are discussing nerd space and some of your favorite black characters in the nerd space this morning. If you don't mind, we would like to take a morning, excuse me, a moment to say good morning.
1: Hey guys, I love the new Blurred Order. You should too.
0: yo what up hey new flyer who this? uh including <laughs> new folks bruh you know what i'm saying are we doing it big we're doing big things out here y'all we got yvette on our new intro we got now a, a a new twitch account for the new blurred order if you haven't been on it go check it out we blowing up on youtube baby and on the TikToks. i had a good week on TikTok. check what's blowing up for me oh, <laughs> this microphone is oh, loaded, bro uh hey, listen later he and my wakandan huh? soldier i Oh. What's up bro? Uh, You're up, out of your seat uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, hey, here we go Hey oh, Everybody's coming to this thing oh, tonight I don't really oh, know man, what the fuck he's man, doing man. right now All I'm right, just man. trying to get my little show on and then I just wanted to tell him you to come you want me? you're trying to Take that away, my little shine I'm up here We try, we try. Uh, uh, and welcome to Ty's Nostrils, everybody. Uh, just in case uh, you wanted to know, uh, he uh, the nostril <laughs> on the left is the one that we call the star. What's up, Nostril Domus? You all right over there? Hey, <laughs> count now, count now. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm, yo, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, in terms of personal uh, news to report, I learned about TikTok this week. I have not been on TikTok like that. I have been thinking that it's for kids, and it is. <laughs> I mean, there are adults on there as well. But they, it, is, it is the teeny bopper version of Facebook, MySpace, Instagram. <laughs> and uh, it it there are real people on there. <laughs> and, and I learned that this week. This video is about to hit a million views today. And I'm like nice. geeked up about it. So I'm like happy. And of course, I'm directing everybody to the new Blurred Order. So those of you all who are tuning in from TikTok, welcome. I know some of y'all said you was going to pull up today. So welcome to our new TikTok following. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Today, we wanted to have a special discussion with you guys because this is the last broadcast of Black History Month. And unfortunately, since Ty is at Wawa, uh, we don't have any sound effects today. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So we're just going to have to kind of deal without any applause breaks (laughs) or anything like that. But yes, this is a special day. We have only, I believe, what, one, two days left of Black History Month, Steph? Is that what's going on?
1: Uh, I know how long Black History Month is. I can't tell you what today's day is. <laughs>
0: so,
1: right. it's like we have about three days left Three days today. left today's, okay. Yeah, because
0: yeah, we know we get the shortest month as usual. You know, the short changed, uh, you know, individuals. It's all good, but we are happy to have Yazzie back. Yes, Yaz, good to see you. Hope all is well in your universe. And we'll just keep it right there. Uh, Tyrone, Ty is, of course. And Steph is here again. But you know what? Steph actually has a question of the day that we might be able to say at the beginning. And perhaps if we think long enough, we can address it by the end of the show. So Steph, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your question of the day?
1: Sure. Today's question is, who is a character that made you see yourself differently and why? This could be, Movies, comics, TV, books, whatever. Okay. Who and why?
0: All right. So who who is a character that made you see yourself differently, and why? All right. And we'll we'll keep that to the nerd universe. I'm assuming we're not we're not you know.
1: Is there another universe?
0: Exactly. Exactly, what am I? Listen, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. So, we completely keep, converted her. Oh my <laughs> yes, yeah. Let me tell you how Steph is all like, yo, did you see that? Like, Steph has become a low key, she's ashamed of it, but she's got a little <laughs> bit of Star Wars in her now, you know what I'm saying? She, you, if, if I if I rolled the reel of who she was when she first called it the Book of Boba T to the end of it when she was like yo listen when Mandalorian actually makes it back to the planet uh, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and when he's on yeah, in, in the, the, the Kesslar and you know I can't believe that the Millennium Falcon ran the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. And you know what I'm saying? Like, she's, and then she's like, it's not even a unit of measurement of time. It's you She's a complete fan is all I'm saying. She even hates all the movies. That's how big of a fan she is. Um,
1: I was at Hollywood Studios recently and I was like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. <laughs> yo, that was exciting.
0: That's what's up, man. That's a big deal. Well, uh, we've got a journey to go on today, guys. As you know, we are following a few shows. Uh, one of our favorite shows that we're watching right now, in case you didn't watch last week, is this show, Raised by Wolves, which we will discuss toward the end of the show. And we might even talk about this little Batman. Uh, about this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, even though the button won't push.
2: <laughs> but oh, We're breaking up.
3: I feel like we're this watching is, the dial-up. This is
2: Vince doing like what, what he's doing is he, he's about to like when you're about to hang up on somebody you're talking to and you're like, all right, what this conversation cool has about- gone on too long. I'm about <laughs> to hang oh, up on oh. this person. <laughs> what I'm breaking up going through a tunnel? I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can't hear me, man. <laughs> no, nah, you're back. Oh, you're back. You're back. No, we can hear you. You're okay. just
3: like, cutting in and out like like you're
0: going through a tunnel. Oh damn it. Yo, the internet gods are not treating me well lately, yo, but it's all good. I don't know if y'all can still hear me. Uh, Spectrum, please, can we please fix this? I mean, good grief. Mm -hmm. You're building a school across the street from my house. Y'all are going to need Wi-Fi at that school, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it gets Uh, better. They're just going to use yours. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Plug right in. Come on, school. Use my hot spots. (laughs) Uh, Let's make that happen. Uh, Yeah, so I was talking about my excitement about Batman. I'm not going... We'll elaborate on that later. What I wanted to do... With y'all today was something fascinating. I would like to discuss some of our, some of mine, and some of your favorite characters in blurred history, nerd history that. Are black that are melanated. Some of which are popular. Some of which got overwritten and did not get enough shine and need to get their flowers right now. I want to go ahead and just kick this off by saying, yes, the overwhelming majority of these folks, you will have no idea who they are. <laughs> I'm cool but I'm gonna make a game. Let's play a game. So
3: that's okay. I'm learning. I'm. Cool Let's play a game.
0: That. Let's play a game with you. I want to play a game. Hey, I like to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a few folks in the comments. Uh, I'm I'm gonna put a face on the screen and I just want you to tell me if you know who this person is, what they represent. And if you can answer that before the comment section does correctly, then I will grant you a point. And at the end of it, you may have won my respect. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how this goes oh, I, I, I right. feel like
1: Sirius Black is going to sweep us all <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah man Serious is, is definitely one well before we show off these characters I wanted to pay homage and have an uncomfortable conversation about the fact that we owe a lot of our nerd uh, uh, I would say entry level nerd positions probably started with somebody who unfortunately has had a hard hard fall from grace hard fall from grace so this is no way a, by no means whatsoever, a endorsement of this young man. But I have to say that if it wasn't for this dude right here, man, a lot of the nerd stuff we doing because let me tell you why. Now, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Y'all know Cosby from the Cosby Show, yep, I'm sure. But some of us know Cosby from a little thing called Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. From long ago, when it was hey hey hey, it's Fat Albert. Yeah, I don't know, bro. This dude was one of the first few people to have a mainstream black cartoon, where everybody knew what it was. And that wasn't it. He was also teaching like little kids at this on this little show he had called Picture Pages. Did y'all? Did anybody here know about Picture Pages?
3: I'm just confused at the fact that like they changed the name from like Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids to now I know it is just Fat Albert, like in the gang. And I'm like.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, well, it was centered around Fat Albert. And I think that around this time, he began to develop his show, The Cosby Show. Um, and there could have been some, I don't know, maybe they changed. I i, I don't know Fat Albert history. I i skipped that class in college. <laughs> um, but uh, I just remember him being one of the first. This was one of the first times I saw black people as cartoons on TV that weren't the Harlem Globetrotters. Let me just say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because normally we'd just see him on Scooby-Doo. You know, Um, and so it was kind of cool to see that even though they was hood as hell, you know, these was projects, folks, they were still like our first representation for me, you know, for me as far as. And then he also did this thing called Picture Pages, which is before that. I don't know if y'all remember that, but Picture Pages used to come on early, early, early in the morning and he would be there and it'd be some unfortunate a young lady who was probably being abused in the background uh before the show and after the show that would help him do the show and he would teach little kids stuff, man. And I thought that that was a way to kick off. And that was one of the first times we actually saw animated black people mainstream on TV. So now, not only that, but what you may or may not know is that Bill Cosby actually also launched one of the first black superhero movies. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Were you were you aware? I don't. Oh man, I hope I put it on here. I don't think I did. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Cosby. Does anybody here? Can anybody here tell me what Bill Cosby's superhero movie was? Anybody have any idea what the superhero movie was? Meteor Man. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say Meteor Man. I was gonna okay.
0: guess. Okay, was- Meteor Man. All right, these are good guesses, but they are all wrong, unfortunately. Yeah. No, no, Bill In Cosby is not blank nope it was not in blank man either no those are good movies and you're taking stuff off of my list i ain't gonna lie but nope, <laughs> none of those were actually bill cosby movies I, i'm encouraging actually, you to keep guessing ty you gotta ghost know something. Dad. Hey, ghost, ghost dad oh ghost dad was da- yo ghost dad was dope ghost dad was definitely fresh um that is not the movie i'm referring to but that is definitely uh, one of I didn't on know I didn't know what I didn't hear the question. What was the question exactly? What are you answering? <laughs> I, mean, you, I, I, I mean, you just I mean, I, I, I randomly mean, say I thought you would just say, I thought you would just say you was. You, I thought the well, I guess the question was just name uh Bill Cosby movies.
2: One dollar. Is that what it was? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: that was exactly what the All question uh, let was. Me see, let me see next, what next, next. Cosby. No, no, no.
0: Listen. There's a movie that y'all may have not heard of, but it was called Leonard Six. <laughs> well, Bill Cosby played an action hero. Wow. It was the oh, dumbest yeah. movie you probably awesome. could ever think of. It was completely stupid. One thing that was cool, though, he had elbow rockets, which I always thought was dope. <laughs> and, elbow rockets. and it was called Leonard Six. But there was no Littered One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. He, he, just, he just decided to call it Leonard Six because he wanted to start it as a sequel. All right, now, now again, not an endorsement, <laughs> but little to our little to our we little did we know that Mr. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby himself, was going to end up launching this whole blurred sphere inadvertently. And even though he didn't, you know, necessarily do it in a nerd way, I think it was kind of like an entry to allowing black people to be in spaces like Yvette Nicole Brown to, that we weren't necessarily welcome or expected to be in, right? You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So without saying that, that's who I thought was first. Now, I did start this off by putting somebody on the screen, and I just want to ask Yaz real quick. Yes, do you know who this person is?
4: Richard Pryor.
0: Richard Pryor. Okay, okay, okay. Why, is there any reason why I would consider Richard Pryor? Uh, uh, as a nerd, or I mean, is there any movies that you could recall he was in, or anything like that? You know.
4: Yeah, I
3: goddamn it, I posted about this. Now I can't remember this. <laughs> um, okay. it's because I didn't see the movie. That's why. But I, I did. I did recently, like this year, post a meme about him being in a superhero movie with this uh this very this very uh you know big breasted white woman. I can't remember her name either. Uh, a <laughs> <laughs> little help from the from the crowd would be. Dolly
2: that. Parton. Uh, Dolly Parton was that that what was Dolly Parton. Was? No, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. I'm was Doubtfire. I'm just Doubtfire. White Women. <laughs>
3: I'm done.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, no, it was yeah.
3: Stifler's mom, bro. That's Stifler's
0: was. mom, Jennifer That what it was? Coolidge. Yeah, it was <laughs> all right. Well, yes, yeah, just because you didn't know, um, this is a man named Gus Gorman. All right, okay. and what is he known for? He actually brought a lot of folks to the box office to see Superman three uh the original superman uh with the light blue underwear on um he flew him all the way through like he was one of he worked alongside lex luther it was a whole thing it was a big deal it was the 70s version of inclusion so to speak uh where they brought richard Pryor on because he had a following sound familiar and he actually was able to get black folks interested in in Superman, because there was nothing hotter. Look, I'm not from the 70s, you know what I'm saying? I'm an 80s baby too. But there was nothing hotter, I can imagine, than Richard Pryor in his prime. And when he was doing his thing, man, to have him on a Superman movie, I believe, was monumental for any black geek of that time. You know what I'm saying? Tyrone, I don't know if you saw this movie or not, but uh, do you agree with me that Richard Pryor, man, may have been one of the first... Uh, uh, like blurs, or maybe just, I don't know, like, is this the first time we get like a main character that is used to bring more black people into the fold? Or yeah. did they just, was it just Richard Pryor because he's Richard Pryor?
2: You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, Richard Pryor was at, at legendary status, so he may have been the, one of the most popular you know, black folks to be in a mainstream pop culture superhero, you know, movie where uh now Superman 3 is not very celebrated, uh, but you know, like you said, it had Richard Pryor. So uh, there's that. It's classic for that reason. And, yeah, a lot of us loved it and loved watching it because, you know, Richard Pryor is great. But I did see the movie, like, way back when I was a kid. Um, yeah. You know, watched it with Dad and stuff. But uh, I don't remember much of it, to be completely honest. I just, I just remember talk after, you know, how people rank movies and stuff like that. When the yeah. superhero, when the Superman movie started coming out again, Superman 3 was often very low on people's list. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll have to rewatch it to see if it was low on their list because it was bad or low on their yeah. list because they were white. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you this, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be
0: wrong because it's been a while since I watched two, mm-hmm. but I do believe this was the Superman that he reversed time. Um, oh, where flew Earth. got the up. Yeah. Th- I think this is the one because I think in part one, it was just Superman. Part two yeah. was against Zod. Then three, was, I believe, where he had the reverse time so he could save Lois. And this is where he ends up <laughs> 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 flying around the earth so fast that I guess earth catches the current and begins yeah, to spins it the other way, which time. is exactly
2: how time works. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: makes zero sense whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, Superman, this is why I can't stand Superman. I'm going to tell you straight up because that makes no sense, bro. You don't <laughs> no, fly no. around. You, that doesn't work. Like if I had a ball, I can't fly around it to reverse time just because it, it doesn't work like that. He also, <laughs> in the same universe, moves the moon.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: to, to like Without
2: completely down. destroying the Earth.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep, yeah. bro, he moves the moon. <laughs> he just was like, you know what? That sun is getting on my nerves. Yeah. I'll be right back. Pew. And moves the moon out the way. There was one little cartoon. I could put I could put it up. There was a there was a comic book where he actually strings planets together and <laughs> takes them to a new galaxy because there's a because there's a there's a star about to explode. So he just like hitches them all to a to a string, to like a rope. It's like, come on, planets. <laughs> I'm like fuck you, Superman! Like who, who? Who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's not realistic, bro. You're not breathing. You're not I'll breathing. Be, you know what I'll I'm saying? Was that What's
2: rope? The,
0: right, right. That's a gorilla yep
2: Yep. Yeah. Who? Do, <laughs> bro, I'm so He's bro. Using
3: Wonder Woman's lasso or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's using something, yo. It was so. Oh, it oh was okay, a chain. Oh, in oh chain. well,
2: in that case, that oh, makes okay, perfect sense. Bad, There's was a no chain. questions. My bad. Of, my yeah. bad. Tho- was that like a superhero,
3: like Superman, like <laughs> cowboy, you know, episode? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it was.
4: <laughs> oh, I hope I, I, hope I put this.
0: lasso and
3: shit.
0: Oh, okay, good. Thank God. I was about to say. I, th- oh, I-, Yo, I
1: feel like Superman I, is this on the, the N word with a hard R. Oh, I guess I'm not. i am
2: not it. No, did it get it did he get popped for uh for Dua Lipa music?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it better not have been because it literally was like half a second. All right, hold on. Uh are we why oh wow dua Lipa don't play?
2: Yeah, Dua Lipa. Yeah, she wasn't feeling (laughs) it. I don't know anything Uh, about Dua Lipa. (laughs) That was the first time I realized that song was a dua lipa song. Thank you for
0: somehow I managed to forget to put this on our own page. (laughs) We're in the group right now.
2: I blame Spectrum. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Somebody sure. Yes, can you share this on our own page? No wonder. I was like, yo, what the hell? So
2: anyway,
0: um, yeah, so. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the whole Superman thing, but at least Superman did give us one Richard Pryor, a.k.a. Gus Gorman. Let me see if there's anybody. Now, now Richard Pryor wasn't the only guy back in the day that was doing it big, man. Uh, He came out with this. But around this time, black comics, uh, uh, excuse me, comic books started making their way around. And if we could just go into the Marvel Universe real quick, I'd like to discuss uh, a young character in the Marvel comics that did not get. The play, but I think, is going to be a hit in the next couple of decades. I'm talking about one, Valerie the Librarian. Does mm-hmm. anybody here know who Valerie the Librarian is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she
4: Eminem's album art.
2: Yeah, she took up the mantle of Spider-Man briefly. Yes! Uh, she decided to do so without any powers uh, right. and go uh, kick ass as Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. For those of y'all that don't know, the very first Spider-Woman
0: was actually a young black lady who worked in a library and just happened to stumble upon Spider-Man's outfit <laughs> and said, you know what? I'm Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Afro and all, bruh. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Now, eventually, you know, Spider-Man ended up getting his his suit back and everything. And, you know, it was a whole thing. But he did acknowledge her blackness. did acknowledge her melanin. And they uh, were... Uh, able to work together, uniform- Well, they didn't really, you know, I mean, she didn't really do much of anything. But you know, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a dope episode, a dope, uh, a, uh, release. Uh, if you were into the comics at that time, uh, it's not something that you typically see. I mean, there's a lot of things you see in the comic book world. We don't get to talk. We, we're mainly cinematic universe on this show, but like comics, we saw uh, Michael ja- Michael Jackson. <laughs> <was supposed laughs> In the Spider-Man comics, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of I don't know why Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson came. Up Bro, with
2: real, it. real quick aside. I have a 3D Captain EO comic. What? Shut up. What? Yeah, what? found it oh, at a con one, one time. Days. Yeah, three. It's uh, you don't know what Captain EO is. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta go YouTube Captain EO. You can see the whole thing. uh Michael Jackson got so together. So we
3: come out. Is it? Eel or EO? Oh my God, E-O. Captain EO. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, uh, is it me or my Captain E-O, EO? That'd be amazing. That's
2: hilarious. <laughs> well, yes. That's why I was like, is he is he in an EO? I was like, I had so many questions. I didn't want to <laughs> you know,
3: say
2: anything. Nah, go so. check YouTube it and enjoy.
0: Okay. Enjoy.
2: Yeah. No, that's not what you're gonna do.
0: Yes. Uh, it, listen, that 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 whole uh-huh. thing has not aged well. Oh, we're fighting now. Thing. We're I mean, fighting. He's setting me up for. A oh no,
2: I'm saying you're. Now. I can't believe the slander. The Captain EO slander. Uh, listen.
0: Listen, Tyrone, I love me some Captain EO because it was one of the first 3D movies at Disney to watch. Period. But watching it today, bro.
2: <laughs> oh, it's not a good. It's not a good film. It's not a good short film. But enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it it's okay. it's it's uh, It doesn't hold
0: up, but it is definitely <laughs> it is definitely uh, worth the watch. I'll say yes, Captain EO. sure. Oh, wow. It was yeah. yeah. Before EO. before. Before Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, the Tower of Terror, <laughs> before uh, 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 all, all of that new stuff, there was Captain EO. And that was it. Like it was Captain EO, Space Mountain and the big golf ball at Disney World. And, and there yeah. was nothing else, bro. <laughs> it's pretty much said it all. But yes, just to kind of drive that point home, uh, Valerie didn't even have a last name. Just Valerie, (laughs) her name, the librarian, the very first black woman with the Spider-Man suit on. And I know y'all have been seeing, I think Yaz even posted it, that meme of the young girl who has the Miles Morales uh, suit on with the Afro puffs outside. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell y'all, mark my words, you heard it right here first, two days before we lose Black History Month in in, uh, 2022, that we are likely going to have... A black woman Spider-Man live-action flick. It may be 20 years from now, but it's coming. It's coming. The foundation is there, and I'm almost guaranteeing you that we see it. I just can't wait to see how it develops. Cause once they get Miles Morales up, it's gonna open up the door for all for the for the Spider Girl, Spider Gwen, Spider Woman. Spi- it's just it's gonna open up the universe already. I don't know, uh, Tyrone. Does that excite you, bro?
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think uh, Valerie's still Marvel canon. I think she's been around, you know, in in different books and stuff like that, and in, in different runs. But uh, I, w- I would love to see them use this character again. Uh, they have no reason not to; every reason to do it. Uh, I-, I would love to see it happen, and I'd be super excited if they said that they're going to make this movie in ten years. I'll pre-order tickets right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're pre-order tickets but we'll still end up late to the show um yo steph, <laughs> does that excite you man steph would you see yourself cosplaying as a spider woman i mean it, i mean i know you're a black panther storm but mm-hmm. if they were to release a black woman spider man movie even if she didn't have spider powers which they probably i'm sure would figure out a universe to get her some powers uh is that appealing to you steph oh shoot wrong picture uh <laughs> spoiler alert
1: i love the idea of a black woman spider man person lady love it but um give her some powers guys it's not that hard get her hit by a truck filled with toxic waste barrels or get her get her bit by i don't know it could be a toxic butterfly whatever just (laughs) i feel i'm I'm not quite appeased with the idea of a bored black lady just running around in a suit doing vigilante shit. give her some powers
0: all right all right that's a fair that's a fair you know what dare i say that you wouldn't be too far off i'm pretty sure that if they did have spider woman in that they would have to give her powers even if it was like at the very end at the end credit scene right you know what i'm saying (laughs) my question before we move on my question before we move on is if they did in our era film this movie who gets the role Mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Steph, you, can't, you can't. <laughs> Steph, do you yeah. I, Look, i ain't trying to you know pull your geek card or nothing but do you i mean are you well versed of the spider-man you you don't have to be i guess you don't really nope. have to i, mean, I can though. learn
1: a script yep. you <laughs> already
0: know.
1: half these actors are not well versed until they get the part and then they start reading the comics so I think I, i'm ahead of some of these folks okay true
0: true true and you know what's funny tyrone like I see Stephanie being Spider Woman, but refusing to save white people. (laughs) It's like, like, wait a minute. Help! Help! He's robbing me! Hey, is there? Hold on. Becky, I think you are. Just call the police. No, I
1: would actually not tell her to call the police. I'd be like, it's reparations. Just charge it to the game.
2: (laughs) Can
0: I help you, sir? Rob this white lady uh, uh, for the culture? You know what I'm saying?
2: why I the robber got to be black though?
0: <laughs> and, and, well, I mean, I didn't say he was, but we were robbing the white lady for the culture, you know, because she robbed us for the culture.
2: Oh, so, so <laughs> there's some people. there's some enterprising white dude out there robbing folks and being like, "Here you go, black <laughs> folks, this one's for you."
0: I That's a it. real hero. I <laughs> mean, is. One, one that attracts. <laughs> 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 All right, all right. So, yeah, man, Spider Woman, man, we definitely got to pay homage to her because she is. I don't think that king. would be
3: her name, though. I'm just saying, like, her name no would th- be more gangster than that.
0: What you think it should be, yes?
3: I'm going to get back to you on that one, definitely not <laughs> Spider Woman. Uh, not Spider Woman. It's got to be some gangster shit, like, just rolls off your tongue. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, just like hits you like, like, damn,
0: you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could dig it. I could dig it. Uh, I'm thinking that maybe since she doesn't have a last name and her name is just Valerie, maybe we should make her Valerie Jenkins, s- daughter of Phyllis Jenkins, <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: uh, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then kind of MCU that whole thing up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hey, Kevin Feige, are you listening? Are you talking the, hair, the
1: hair looks similar. Hey, Yeah, look at uh, it, bro. She could Rae is actually voicing Jessica Drew in yes, the new
0: yes, Spider-Verse movie. Now, let me bring some clarity to that. Uh, Lisa Lisa Ray is going to be voicing the young white woman that, <laughs> that is going to be playing. It, yes, uh, in the Spider Woman in this upcoming Spider Woman, they're using the the updated version of Spider Woman, not the Black Spider Woman, Valerie the Librarian from the comic books. So, but yes, they're
3: using a black Issa- woman to voice her. I'm just like,
0: yeah, it's it's interesting, right? It is very interesting. So. That's that's what's happening. I mean, she's <clears throat> she's in there, you know, but hey, who knows? They still haven't released the movie. Maybe it'll be uh a different version of Jessica. Um but, I would
2: be uh, surprised if it if if we're not a black woman.
0: I would be right. happy if it is. Um but oh, yeah. you, they they would be, they would be they would basically be uh, uh race bending because uh they're using Jessica uh uh Kears what oh shoot. Jessica, Jessica Drew, I think it is, uh, mm-hmm. and and in the comic book that that's a white girl. You know what I'm saying, and that's fine. I mean Nick Fury. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, the right. Nick Look, Fury it, to share that. We not tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Unless y'all just play the reverse. We don't want. We don't need an ivory black <laughs> <rag> panther. <laughs> yeah, don't come you know, for okay. us. So you, you know, just bring bringing folks <laughs> into it. Even though there is a, a white panther in the comic, that's a whole other story. Um oh, but real quick, but, can yeah. I answer?
2: Uh, so Phil Phil Bird asked a question. Phil is asking about homeboys in outer space. That's the show he was talking about. It was like a, it lasted like a year. <laughs> no, and I watched that Whole show. Boys in outer space. That show was super fun. Like that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one that you should definitely find and check it out if you can. Because it was a fun show. It didn't last long. It was Boys before its time. In outer space. But it was a good time.
0: The show was terrible. Uh, it was <laughs> Did they really, have a hootie really in outer
3: space, like jump in as a station.
0: Yes, basically. It was that, that's it literally was, what it was. They had like a yeah. box Chevy in space and uh (laughs) it was on the wb Mm -hmm. okay if that says anything all right and uh i watched it it had flex there was it was just it was bad it wasn't funny all right (laughs) and there was no cgi it was clearly somebody was like look put black people in space people gonna watch that shit." and he was like all right (laughs) you know maybe not um but yeah flex was on that show it probably had about eight episodes I don't even think they aired the whole season. It was like, all right, you know what? Just find <laughs> it, find
2: it, and watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could. I tried. To, I, I'm I'm a space addict. All right, mm-hmm. a space addict, bro. Like legit. Like you know. And of course, when I hear "Homeboys and out of Space," I'm like, okay, you got my attention. And I tuned in, and I couldn't make it through the episode, bro. I was like, <laughs> nah, bro. I like you have to at least be funny. Like if you're not going to be good, at least be funny. And it wasn't funny. It was like you ever watched the Eve sitcom? No disrespect to Eve, no shade. Eve, I love you to death, especially your, your tattoos. But let's keep it real. That show was not real written. It and and you know, you're you know doing much better than you know that now. But homeboys in outer space was something I didn't put it on here because I was hoping to uh strike it from the memory banks of all places, <laughs> like I was and now I it was, lives on. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. All right, it's in the atmosphere now. Well, <laughs> since we're speaking of homeboys in outer space, though, uh, there are some homeboys that we did. You see that, Tyrone? You see what I, you see? What That's that a I Classic Vince yeah.
2: Taylor segway.
0: <laughs> you got it. Ow. So let's talk about space. There is this show called Star Trek that I'm a love of. I love Star Trek, man. I am I mean, I think I'm the only one on here who's a Trekker or Trekkie, whatever you want to call us. And in the Star Trek universe, there's some people that get a lot of credit and there's some people that don't. All right. Now, the obvious person who y'all know as the for, as the founder of, of black culture in the Star Trek universe is Uhura, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Uhura was the first black lady. She was on screen. She gave us our first interracial kiss in the 60s on TV. It was a big hoopla about it. It was not uh, 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 taken uh you know it, it wasn't yeah. well received they didn't handle
2: it well yeah, yeah it was
0: it, you know it, it was you know I mean they winly really, they tripped over you know Kirk kissing Uhura uh but not him kissing every green blue right. purple monster you know what I'm saying it's, but black <laughs> uh uh-uh, oh then that's a problem so yeah we we salute Uhura I didn't have a picture of her but we know you know we all know Aurora but I want to give some some credit to somebody to some of the unsung heroes in the Star Trek universe. Such as my homeboy, Jordy LaForge, bro. I mean, who uh, else, other than Mr. Reading Rainbow himself, could rock these Oakleys so dope? Like, come <laughs> on, bruh. Like, my man, who else made being blind look so cool? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Jordy LaForge, bro? And I'm going to tell you something. Jordy LaForge was an inspiration to me as an engineer because he is an engineer, a black engineer in space. And so it kind of made me, you know, want to, hey, look, I want to be like Jordan LaForge. And I was for a little bit of time. I didn't get to go to space, but hey, there's still time. All right. So Jordy LaForge is my dog. Another unsung hero is, ah, man, I I feel like I really lose the crowd when I start talking Star Trek, man, because I don't think anybody. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. So an unsung hero that I think we definitely need to give some credit to is a Klingon. (laughs) and it is none other than mr Worf himself who was played by michael dorn so i don't know if y'all know michael dorn he had one of the most notorious voices his voice Mm -hmm. was so deep and when he was talking you listened Worf was one of the few klingons to join starfleet and he got a lot of shit from his people for it because they're like oh you know what i'm saying and 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 they're like yo how you gonna fuck with them folks like that like in the star Wars, in the star trek universe steph the klingons are kind of like the black folks <laughs> that, that loki i think they tried to not make it like that but that's kind of what it is they're like the, they're like the wakandans uh what with, with attitude in the universe so folks that look like him they're typically all the same shade, which is why i'm hoping that you get to watch discovery because the first Season of Discovery actually tackles colorism amongst the Klingons, which <laughs> there was a white Klingon, and they're like, "We don't judge you because of your skin." And it's, it's it was so funny. Like, so here's Michael Dorn playing a black playing the Klingon man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they took this dude, and I remember all the ladies back in the day. You know, it's a long time ago. It's like, why they got to put all that makeup on that man and put that booty on his forehead? He's a good-looking like- man, and they just gonna tear him all down like that. I'm like, all right. I would very much like to see Worf. Redone and brought up to speed for the current Star Trek. And guess what? I've heard rumors that he may be come back to the big screen. And guess what, Steph? There's rumors that somebody you know may be playing Lieutenant. What? War. No shit. Mm-hmm. So can they yeah.
3: not make his forehead look like? <laughs> Ah yes! I want to know what um, kind of
2: booties you are looking at. Well, look, it looks it like, looks like it's
3: just, it's just like hear me out. It looks like <laughs> it looks like the booty cheeks have been cut off, and that's what's yeah. like. <laughs>
2: you
3: know what I'm saying? Like that's what it looks like. You know, like that's just missing the hole and everything, but it looks like the cheeks
0: <laughs> have been cut off. Like, come on, man! Don't look at
3: that. Me, tell me it doesn't.
0: They, like, come on now. Yeah, his head does look like a, a seat yeah. for an ass. <laughs> like, that, like that part of the bus? You ever rode the bus? In those chairs? Yes. <laughs> like
3: those those fancy chairs you get? Like- yeah. <laughs> the vinyl the, oh, when the my, my when the vinyl course,
2: separates from the cushion and it yeah. pops up, so you can see exactly how big the ass uh, of the person who sat there before you was. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Yeah. That's that makes oh. more sense. It's the it's the thought. It's the memory of a booty, not a booty. <laughs>
0: memory foam (laughs) bus chairs one time for the Greyhound man that was my airline of the 90s um yeah man so I'm big on Worf bro I'm big on Worf I hope to see Worf but there is somebody who I also think doesn't get enough credit now Star Wars I mean Star Trek was riddled with a lot of 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 folks now some of them did get their credit uh most of us do already know Captain Sisko I don't know if y'all are familiar with Captain Sisko but Mm -hmm. he actually was the one who manned Deep Space Nine which was a um, it wasn't a ship, it was a spaceport. It was like he ran a hotel, it was like the black version <laughs> in space of Zack and Cody's sweet life, run by a black man named Captain Cisco, who was a single father at that. Uh, he had a son on board, uh, and mom wasn't around. And uh, it was the first time you have two, uh, a leading black character with a son, uh, without the mother around. It's normally the other way around, they try to make the mother a single mother, and blah blah. blah, blah. And so this is way into the future where I guess you know the mothers are paying the child support and uh you know he you know that's just how it worked. I thought that that was cool, but I got to give it up for the only black Vulcan I've ever known, period, in the Star Trek universe, and that's yeah. Tuvok. All right, Tuvok, Tuvok, Tuvok. What is a Vulcan doing with black skin and an Afro? I don't know, <laughs> but we Did love Tyler it.
1: Tuvok do his wig? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what you don't like lace fronts on Vulcans
1: Mm -mm. it looks like that man is bald and they glued a strip of hair (laughs) like he's got velvet
3: on top of his forehead yeah Yeah. all
0: right all right y'all just gonna roast the clink he's not even here to defend himself you know what I'm saying it's all good but yeah man Tuvok bro Tuvok from Star Trek Voyager all right um uh was was a black Vulcan And I mean, I I didn't think Voyager was one of the best Star Trek series, but it was the last one of the old generation to be of any, uh, uh, Enterprise, I couldn't watch Enterprise. I'm sorry, I'm a trucker, but I could not get down with with Enterprise, but yes. uh, Now, what you may or may not know is that the gentleman who plays Tuvok was also in a movie I like to call Spaceballs. Uh, (laughs) I was not aware of this up until recently, but Spaceballs was a parody of Star Wars. And if you have not seen Spaceballs and you like to laugh, stop with I mean in about 2 hours <laughs> <laughs> go to see find it wherever you are. I would definitely see an, a reboot of Spaceballs, a sequel if Mel Brooks has a son, if there's somebody who could make this movie, I'm down for it. Tyrone, I think you've seen Spaceballs, right? Oh, and it yeah, appears your Schwartz is as big as mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, no, that's a it's a fantastic parody. They uh, they nailed it. Watch Star Wars uh, Episode Four, and then just right after it, watch Spaceballs and just enjoy it. It's it's classic Mel Brooks. It's amazing. Uh, the, all the jokes hit super hard because he's like one of the the best comedy writers of all time. So yeah, check it out. Yes,
0: check it out, man. Check it out. Let me give you a quick. Uh, 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 context for this scene. So uh, Darth, uh, Darth Helmet uh, is trying to find uh, the version of, of Princess Leia in this movie, and they're looking all through the desert, and they can't find him. So he instructs his people to comb the desert, comb the desert, yeah. and it cuts to a scene. <laughs> it cuts to a scene with them with comb with giant comb. <laughs> Like, like, actually, literally, combing through the desert, and they're like, "Hey, you found anything?" He's like, "Nope, I haven't found anything." Goes to another group of white folks. Have you found anything? Nope, we ain't found nothing. And then he co- and then he goes to this guy who's using a pick. If he's holding a pick, <laughs> it's a hair pick. It's a giant hair pick. And he said, "You found anything yet?" And he looks up. He said, "Man, we ain't found shit." And that <laughs> is how we are introduced to Tuvon. All right, so. Now we're moving on to. St- I, I know I'm I'm taking the mantle today. I know I'm I'm pretty much just talking over it. But hey, look, this is Black History. I'm just. I want y'all to contribute. <laughs> that game, by the way. But while we're there, this is talk pulling about-
2: Black rank on us. He's yeah, like, I'm. Sorry, I'm I am the captain. I'm just messing with you, man. It's <laughs> good. It's good. Look at me. Look at me.
0: Uh, so while we're in this universe, uh, I mean, we we definitely talking about Star Trek. And thank you to Tuvok. Thank you for uh, uh not just being a Black uh Vulcan, but also thank you to Worf for being uh dope because these these folks did pave the way for who we have now which is obviously one Captain Michael Burnham one whose picture doesn't appear to be loaded. Uh hell yeah that's what's up that's what I like to do. Um just talk about you know what I'm 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 kind of over this <laughs> today. Madeline. There we go. Okay, yes. Captain Burnham Michael Burnham the current captain of the this, this, this discovery ship uh oh i may have spoiled that um may, maybe maybe not uh who knows she may be the captain she may not be the <laughs> captain. Uh, maybe she becomes a captain i don't know um but yes uh now star trek is completely black and it's run by the the new star trek ship is being run by a black couple watch it the last season is not as good as the other ones but definitely showing love to star trek I'm bouncing all over the place here, man. But since we're in the realm of stars, we may as well go ahead and shout out this man right here. We cannot talk about black people in stars without showing love to the godfather of the star universe, Mister J E J himself, James Earl Jones. What do we know him from? Yes?
3: Um, everything. Star Wars. Everything. Like, oh my God. We what don't we know him for? That's
0: <laughs> the question. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you got it right. Yes, of course, Mr. James Earl Jones, Stephanie, because I'm I know you know this, but just in case, um, was the voice of Darth Vader. All right, the Darth Vader who gave birth, uh, didn't actually give birth to, but provided the seed for one Luke Skywalker who has Baby Yoda, which is the show that you just watched. Just to kind of make it all make sense, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you, you know, you're huge into Star Wars. You know, that's, that's your thing. all right so this is the guy who did give us the voice even though he wasn't the actor he was the voice and in addition to him uh star wars the first movie didn't have uh much black people in the cinematic portion i mean yes darth vader's voice was there but it wasn't until empire strikes back we met the mac himself mr lando cal rizian Bring in style and a little bit of that slits malt liquor over to <laughs>
2: <laughs> he refused to say Han solo.
0: Is that right? Is that a thing?
2: Well, I, I'm not I'm just saying because he would everybody else was like Han Han. He was like, hello man. and you're just like, all right, dude. He didn't care, he just Billy Dee did it the way he wanted to do it.
0: Yeah, so yes, Billy D, uh, who played Lando Calrissian, which is a role that's been reprised by Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dare I say, Donald Glover killed that role, probably the saving grace of that solo movie, if you ask me. Him and Chewie, um, made that movie and the bot that he had the relationship with. Oh my uh, god, the, the bot, the bot, the, the bot yeah, was, was my life, yo. I ain't gonna lie, he, he was, yo, it's he like was scared the hell husband, out of that. bot. <laughs> Oh my God, yo, and yo, and Lando, uh, Steph. Just in case you don't know, was there was a little bit of breaking news in the in the solo movie. Uh, it turns out that even though I'm putting up Lando's picture as Billy D, he was played by Donald Glover. But uh, it was revealed in the solo movie that Lando was pansexual. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he loves mm-hmm. pans, uh, pots too. Not just kidding. <laughs> really, very, very cheesy. I know. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm way better than that. But um, yes, like talking to get you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't don't. All right. Um, yo, he was in a full fledged relationship with a droid, uh, Steph. Uh, and at first, it was kind of weird. But afterwards, you're like, man, well, he's just a lover of things. You know, he's a lover. I mean, I don't see the problem with that. I mean, I wouldn't put my thing in it, <laughs> but uh, hey, to each his own, right? Right. Is it a
1: humanoid-looking droid, or is just no a street robot? No, no, no.
3: <laughs> it's um, it's a square, bulky-looking robot. Steph, like, uh, and she is um, a Karen. She's got a Karen kind of voice too, you know. And she's always just like oh, so annoyed with everything he does. It's it's <laughs> it's it's. it's it's fucking hilarious. That's like,
1: not a relationship. That's a sex toy. No, 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 no,
3: no. She no, no, no. she
1: doesn't want to be
3: his sex toy, but he is in love with her. And she's just right. like, just. Yeah. It's,
2: it's an like, emotional I, relationship.
3: Yes. You. you it's, it's fucking hilarious. You got to see it.
2: You got to see it, man. It, you no. i would
0: rather not. No, you have Girl, to. You have to. You it's have great. to see it. It's Donald Glover, man. Yes. Come on. Donald Glover plays Lando Calrissian and is in love with his robot. Yo, the, yo you have to, see, yes. I've never seen anything. It's not so like.
3: smooth when he's like trying to hit on her. And then, you know, he's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's you have to see it. Like he's just, it's great. And you're just like, it's a robot, bro. And he's just like. Just
0: it's, we- and, and let me be clear. It's not an Android. All mm-hmm. right. Like from Alien or from Robot, from, from Raised by Wolves. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it is a robot. Yeah. Kind of like the one that was chopping up the stuff, right? The yes, the Boba Fett. The
3: one that had the uh, <laughs> the, the freaking uh, what's that guy's name? That does General that. Grievous. Yes, General Grievous arms. Yes, oh my god, that was awesome.
2: Well, I mean, so to he, be fair, she was cuter than General Grievous. Okay. <laughs> to be okay. fair. All right.
3: Yeah, All right. Yeah, so you know Grievous those little, no you know those machines that come out that like roll and stuff like that. They have those arms that try to kill you and stuff, and like those little crazy legs, and like they look circular. It looks like that, but like an android. Like it's yeah. square and like yeah it's it's yeah you have to see it Stephanie it's it's, it's hilarious please it
0: watch is, it. it listen I'm gonna tell you right now Solo doesn't rank very high on my list of Star Wars movies although it doesn't rank low either it's somewhere in the middle it's not it's not the worst movie it's not the best either Um, but if there's any if there's anything worth watching this Solo movie for it is Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian I'm telling you yeah. right now they could make a movie series on Lando I would watch it. He Donald kills this role. He, yes, damn, damn, I want to say he does Lando better than Billy D did. I'm. I'm just <laughs> yes. One hundred. Like I'm just. I'm he, Yo, yo. <laughs> so, step. Do yourself a favor. Uh, let's not call it solo. Let's call it. Watch the Donald Glover Star Wars movie. Okay. And uh and and I think that you'll find parts of it that you may enjoy. Uh, you I may didn't... not understand it all because it it comes right in. <laughs> doesn't really give a, a context of the star it is for star wars fans
2: am i wrong by yeah. saying that well, I, I, no I, I actually i i feel like solo is is uh is a movie that stands on its own pretty well I, I think i mean there are a lot of nods to to star wars stuff or whatever but it's a story that lives on its own and, and you could just get in and get out without having to know a bunch of stuff i, I feel like it's a better movie than it got credit for
3: i agree okay. with you i totally agree it's a Good. It's a good standalone prequel about that movie. Like you know, it gives you a little bit more insight to kind of Han Solo and how like you know he's an he's a loner. You know what I'm saying? And how he met Chewie and how they have this relationship and how they connect in this way. And it's 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 really beautiful and it's really interesting. And it and it like I don't know. The the movie did get a lot of backlash when it first came out, but it wasn't a bad movie. I've seen it multiple times and it's not a bad movie. It's just like it's different. It's not what we were intending to watch. It's it's one of the sideline kind of you know like prequels. So I mean, it's it's one of the, I think it's one of the best ones. Like I liked it so. Well, and oh, I will network. say,
2: uh, and Paul Bettany plays one of the uh, the better Star Wars villains too. Like he, he was really good. He was really yeah. good. in
3: it. yeah, he yes, was he really does. good I in it. You're really. right, Paul Bettany was. Yeah, and we yeah. get a little we get to learn a little bit more about like you know, um, what uh, what was like the name of their um, their their group or whatever that Paul Bettany was like the order uh, of. Uh,
2: was it the Red Dawn? Red Dawn, yeah, Red yes. Dawn, right? And like Red
3: Dawn has like, Darth Darth is part of the Red Dawn. There's so many different people that are mm-hmm. part of the Red Dawn. So like it, it really goes deep into kind of like giving us a little tidbit into stuff that we maybe later will see, you know, in mm-hmm. the later movies. So definitely check it out, Stephanie. You know, it's got some some nerd knowledge in there that, you know, you'll definitely you'll you'll smirk at for sure. It's it's pretty funny. Um and it's it's you know, it's hey, watch it with your son. He'll love it, he'll think it's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a good it's a good family movie, you know, just like got nothing else to watch. Right now would be perfect because we don't have anything. We're in between stuff, you know what I mean? So mm. that would be like, you know, just put it on. It's a good one. It's just it's funny as hell because he's like literally in fucking love and obsessed with his Android life. <laughs> literally risked his life for an Android. Like, Boy, like that ass boring, when though. she was perfectly good, but he was like, No, I can't leave you. So yeah.
0: <laughs> let's not let's not give her too much. I know me and you have the spoiler. Uh, oh yeah she she doesn't care yeah yeah so yeah but anyway just in case ah damn i was gonna i was gonna say something but i'm not gonna say it Um, but yeah listen it's worth the watch i dare i say it is one of the best even Amelia clark if you were a game of thrones fan which i don't know if you were or not Mm -hmm. uh khaleesi is in it she plays uh one of the one of the main characters so um it it's it's it was one of the best i think the best prequel frankly i don't even consider it a prequel is rogue is rogue one there's no mm-hmm. question in my opinion it's it i mean that freaking at first i didn't like it because there was no lifesavers but even though there is one at the very uh, well,
2: yeah uh, <laughs> but, uh, you just you should spoil something to get it out of your system <laughs> like, it needs it needs to come out of your mouth because right, uh, yeah, it's, right. it's well, gonna there, happen
0: there was a lifesaver <laughs> in it but it was wielded. Go. it wasn't anybody new wielding it. i would have liked to see dunny young with a lifesaver in it um but you know he, he had a staff anyway but yeah man one of the best prequels i guess you could say uh was based on a character that was in the first few star warses that was played by billy d williams i'm gonna go ahead and keep it moving in terms of star wars characters man of course we got to talk about the dude that made boba fett Fett. i mean come on bro and i've been saying this for years i will say it here again mace wendell deserves more screen time. I yes. don't know how. I don't know if it's going to be the big screen or the small screen. I heard that 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 Boba Fett was was trying to make the season 2 version of Book of Boba Fett about uh Boba chasing down Mace Windu or hunting him down for killing his father, um Jango Fett, father of all clones. Uh it's it's uh it's I, I need this in my life. Yes. I need that movie, Frankie. <laughs> it uh it, it mace wendell doesn't in my opinion get enough like he's he's put it like this steph he's kind of like yvette nicole brown's phyllis jenkins in that he Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily in the books he wasn't in the lore he was samuel l jackson Mm -hmm. and samuel l jackson was like listen george I want in this motherfucking movie, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yeah, whatever, bro. He's like, look, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Just put me in the motherfucking movie, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And correct me if I'm wrong, Tyrone. All right? And I think uh George or whoever cast it was like, all right, we'll, we'll find you a role. And they made him a Jedi. And not just any Jedi, one of the most powerful Jedi, all right, uh, who was alongside him and Yoda was yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Him and Yoda was like this. They beat each other. they like, yo, this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? you're going to be like, a Jedi, he is not. You know what I'm saying? And, and he ended up being so significant to the point where he contributes to the storyline. If it wasn't for Samuel L. Jackson's character, we would have no Book of Boba Fett. We would have no Boba Fett because it was him who beheaded the father of... I, we've already played the clips here, bro. There's no spoiling at this point. You it, it's your fault, man. We're, we talk about stuff here. He spoiled, He freaking just didn't just kill him. Took his whole head off. Left the head in the helmet. His son picked up the helmet with the head still in it, and the head fell out. And there we have Boba Fett. Uh, and Thirty Stephanie, years later,
3: not only was he the only black guy in Star Wars, but he made sure that he had a specific purple lightsaber. He told George Lucas, "I have to have a purple lightsaber so I can see myself on screen." The only body in the whole history of fucking Star Wars to
0: have purple lightsaber, bro. Bruh, yeah. Up until that, it was green and blue and red. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much others. I mean, we did get introduced to yellow and and yep. white and now black, but I mean, there were a was, few. I, yeah, there were a few one different of, ones. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, now we get to see, but whole badass and and he was he didn't just phone in the part, Steph. He learned the training. He actually wielded the lightsaber like a legit mm-hmm. Jedi, yep. which is what I mean. I at one point equated. Star Wars to Jedi. Like, that's why at first Rogue One didn't really hit me because I was like, there's no Jedi, it's not Star Wars. But after watching <laughs> it again, without that mind frame, I was like, This is a beautiful movie, and it deserves more credit than I gave it originally. But as a Jedi, you can't just wield the sword like this. You gotta be able to go around the back, you know what I'm saying? You gotta flip it, you know what I'm saying? Like do the whole cheerleader thing, the whole dance group. <laughs> and 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 to his credit, man, Samuel L. Jackson kills that shit, bro. He 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 did the whole Jedi training camp, man. And I would love to see more of Samuel L on the big screen, bro. I need that in my life. Uh, Tyrone, don't you think
2: so? Yeah, 100%. And the thing about, you know, Mace Windu is that the last time we see him, we don't see him die. Right. And we know uh, know death is not very permanent in the Star Wars universe anyway. So, like, we've all been asking for this for, what, 15 years now? I don't know, something like that. 20 years? 20 years. Yeah, it's and And... It needs. It should absolutely happen. Uh, let give us an old beat up one arm mace window out there, yep. just you know, coming to settle the score because it's or,
3: or they could give us a like you know a, his his origin story. Like we know yes. nothing about him and like how he's so um amazing and on like he's he's on the council one and two he's like good friends with Yoda and Yoda's like God knows how old so like I want right. to see I want to see that 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 connection happen. I want to see him as a kid. I want to see him yes. learning his fucking skills.
2: Yeah. You know there's
3: so many there's so many different things that they can do with Samuel L Jackson's character. It's it's not even funny. So, so I think at this uh, point
2: it I'm sorry.
3: No you're good. Go ahead.
2: No I think at this point it would be tough to do a, a origin story with sam jackson playing mace windu because i think he's close to 70 years old he like, he's uh, he's up there so you know it's you you have the, the kind of issues that we had with boba fett where it's like yeah. okay what am i looking at right here you know what i mean uh I, and well, i that's what i want to see sam well, jackson you know i don't think he's
1: the same he's like 50 in black years
2: <laughs> oh yeah i mean he's doing he's doing great for like
1: we can cgi a young yes. face on him you know what i'm saying yeah. like you
3: know or or get a young actor and do the whole luke thing and cgi his you know what i'm saying CGI, cgi him young now that we figured out like exactly how to master that you know what i'm saying like there's really no fucking excuse why they couldn't do this so at all in all like i'm just I'm, I'm sitting and waiting and like here's my money you know what i'm saying like let's do yeah, this yeah.
0: like tyrone I, I have a proposal I say that they give us the Peter Jackson Bilbo treatment and have uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it, but have another actor play his younger character. Right. Like you see how Mm -hmm. they did with Bilbo and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They kept him on. He was still a prominent character. He told the story, but then they had Martin uh, uh, Freeman come in and play Bilbo. Mm -hmm. They could do the same with Samuel L. He's still Mace. He's still, you know, Patrick Stewart's, uh, but we could still have James McAvoy. I, I don't think that we have to choose between these two. Right. But right. we definitely want to see a younger. I would love I would oh, yeah, love right. a young, oh my God, a young Mace Windu, bro, right. with the force freaking growing up, his black parents with afros with platform shoes, you know what I'm saying? They used to bring. <laughs> 70s. This came from the seventies. I just want they, to see
1: where he lives,
3: where he grew up. Yes. What his community look like what? What you know what I'm saying? Like what planet is he from? Like yes. why is he such a badass that says motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Like who gave him that purple lightsaber? When right. So sort of many things that I want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like give it to well, me.
0: Damn. I'm, I'm assuming that he got his own kyber crystals. And I mean, as a Jedi, you're supposed to construct your own. That's uh, part of
2: your like. It's like a, it almost Gen like a pilgrimage.
0: Star- <laughs> Throwing out there, you know. You <laughs> and juice. Hey, good five. motherfucking choice, motherfucker. <laughs> the Samuel Jackson beer is from the Dave Chappelle show. I feel like purple crystals, motherfucker. Right, stop. All right? anyway, yeah, man. <laughs> we, we need that, bro. We need Samuel L., uh as Mace Windu or just Mace Windu of an origin story. I would watch the sh- are you nuts? Are you nuts? Are you what if nut- we got
2: what if we got uh you know, current Mace Windu or Mace Window after uh, after you know the, the fall and everything. And then some flashbacks to his you know his youth, it. his time coming up and stuff like that that helped to tell Boba the Fett story. Style. <laughs> Just no, not Boba Fett style.
3: Don't <laughs> let no, Robert Rodriguez. Go
2: yeah, don't let Robert Rodriguez anywhere near this shit. <laughs> But I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know, just, like, a, a good storytelling flashbacks and stuff, which have been done very well in Star Wars. Right.
3: We need James Gunn to, like, fucking direct that, because we <laughs> well, need motherfuckers right. and, you know, all the all the language and the vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the cultural Jordan stuff. Jordan P. Star
2: Wars movie. Well, yeah, <laughs>
3: because you got to think about it. He's the only fucking black Jedi. There's right. got to be some kind of, you know, conflicts, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with race and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, something, yeah. you know? Like, so... I want to yeah. see that shit. I want
0: to I want to I want to be in it. Get yeah, it man. Me. I mean, and and while we're on that subject, uh he was the only black Jedi for quite a while. And then for some strange reason, even though he didn't get it in the storyline, uh we did get introduced to somebody else who had force sensitivities. Um, so even though it's a little more current, I do want to give Finn his props, mm-hmm. um, and definitely, uh, I, uh, man, dang, it's 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 messing with me right now. But what's the actor's name again? Uh, Tyrone, you John uh, Boyega. John
2: Boyega. Yeah.
0: John Boyega. Okay. Uh, what, what's his What's his name, Steph?
1: It's John Boyega.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, like, uh, just as a as just a person, John Boyega is a, a stand up dude. I was like, about to this, say that's a that's a dude like he's out there like fighting for all the right causes. Let's just say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, he, yeah, good dude. he, he was not, uh, I mean, I think he was right. I, uh, uh, at, at another po- um, shameless moment since, you know, we're in our space. Uh, I did actually meet John Boyega. Nice. Um, not like, hi, my name's Vince. Uh, and your name is <laughs> <laughs> but, like I was at the red carpet for the premiere of, um, The Force Awakens in Los Angeles at the Chinese Theater. Saw Lupita shook Han Solo's hand. Luke Skywalker, uh, George, uh, all of them. I mean, Sofia Vergara was there for whatever reason. I think at the time she was dating one of the uh, one of the one of the the dudes that was in uh, in the movie. Um, And yeah, man, I saw John, and he was like so pimp, yo! Like he was so excited, like he was like, "Yeah, I'm in the Star Wars movie. I'm in
2: the movie." (laughs) Can you believe it? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. to it.
0: I mean, yeah, bro. If I'm in I'm the Star Wars movie, bro. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, bro, you are, bro. Uh, so that was cool, man. And yeah, when uh, when the Star Wars movie started, when the, the sequel started kind of going downwards, he spoke out. Yeah. He was like, yo, they used me, bro. They, they used me, and they did not follow through with the story that I think was strong enough. And for whatever reason, you know, I felt like I was black exploited, you know what I'm saying? And he Yo know, and Star so Wars apologize if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, I blame Ryan Johnson.
0: <laughs> why is that? We can fight.
2: Episode <laughs> <We can fight. laughs> why you playing,
0: why what Ryan Why are you blame Ryan Johnson?
2: Because he he the, the story that was set up in by JJ Abrams in episode seven, Ryan Johnson because he wrote it and was like, nah, I'm gonna do my thing. And then he just <laughs> completely just put, took it off the rails. Yeah, yeah, and I know the true. comments because we we know this is a very uh, uh polarizing uh topic in Star Wars, but I love this fight and I'm always down fight. to have it with anybody.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the, the Star Wars writers definitely, I, I still think you, you just don't switch white writers for every movie. Number one, number two, uh, the I, I know that Star Wars New Hope was written in, in you know as a solo movie, but then once they did, once they learned that they were going to make the next few they went ahead and made the next few. They didn't say, okay, let's see what happens after this next one and see right. what the people want and then try, you know what I'm saying? Like there has to be mm-hmm. some sort of method to the madness and kudos to George Lucas for doing it the first time. But yeah, man, unfortunately we didn't get the Finn story. But yes, it was supposed to be him developing force sensitivities, uh, him possibly being able to wield. I mean, there was a reason why he picked up the lightsaber yeah. in Force Awakens and was able to wield it like he actually had some sense. So I'm sad to say that we didn't get to see more of him, and 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 Ray turned him down and ended up, you know,
2: kissing her cousin. Know.
0: Yeah, man, it's, it's, you know the the Jedi are notorious <laughs> incestuous beings, man. Wasn't yeah. her
3: cousin? Stop it! They're not even related. No, no,
0: they're,
2: no. Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren is her cousin.
3: How? How? Palpatine. She's Both. part.
2: She's yeah, Palpatine both descended skin. from Palpatine, uh, in some way or whatever. They they said it like they said it before they kissed or some shit. They were like, we're cousins, smooch. No, it no, no. Like- they're
3: they're like they're like connected through the Force. They're like the the anomaly in the Force because like because she's she's the 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 fucking granddaughter of Palpatine, and he's the grandchild of fucking Darth Vader. That's why and like because like his parents are Luke and Like that, they're like the Force anomaly. They're not related.
2: They're cousins, I th- like. I,
3: I, we got to look this shit
0: up cuz yeah, that's the last gonna,
2: thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> where's the comment section man? Yo. Right. Are, yo, where you at? Uh uh seriously. we
2: seriously black today. That's who that's yes, who hey, is where
0: look, you are. We're <laughs> at, black like, and tell them to, to break this down. Um <laughs> I'm 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 leaning towards Tyrone, um Palpatine, I don't I mean, first of all, we don't really know his uh I mean, Actually, I'm, I'm leaning towards yes. We don't really know who the hell Palpatine procreated with. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, But, I mean, it, it's possible. Okay, wait.
3: I looked it up because you know me. I'm on that shit. Okay, so it says, okay, Abrams has given a very cut-off interview saying mm-hmm. that Ray and Kylo Ren are like, keyword, like in quotations, brother and sister. And then I looked it up and it says our Kylo and Ren, um Kylo Ren and Ray first cousins. It says there is a no official source stating that Palpatine City has ever adopted Anakin or Vader. So
4: boom
3: <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there like I'm gonna just Man. brush my shoulder off. I was like, they're not <laughs> much related, bro. Nah. Because I, I looked into that when like I saw that I was like aren't they? Like
0: Yeah. Bruh. Well uh it still was creepy. Uh, let's it keep was. it real. Like th- th- their whole thing was just weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The whole vibe be good, between the two incest,
3: of them. Incest good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is true. If it wasn't, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, you know, this, uh, the, the Jedi, uh, at least in the Skywalker sense, come from a long line of incest. Uh, uh, well, not actually. But <laughs> let, let's get off the subject because it's okay, uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, anyway, uh, the point of the matter was Finn, uh, celebrate you homeboy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just want to throw this out there real quick in a moment of being honest and say I forgot to say somebody earlier uh, and um, this is behind the scenes stuff uh, I had like a whole Spider-Man thing that I was working with and I forgot to throw my dog Robbie Parker in there man um, this okay. is uh, Robbie Parker for those of y'all who don't know uh, Robbie Parker was the Spider-Man ally in the comics <laughs> he, he was the guy who was at the Daily Bugle Always saying, "Man, Spider Man is not a menace." Mm-hmm. And Jay Jonah Jameson to be like, "What? Yes, he is. He's a menace. He's a every time something bad happens. He, happens. he was. I mean, Jay Jonah Jameson was the Tucker Carlson of the Daily Bugle, right? I mean, he, he was, you know, the, the 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 freaking, you know, Bill O'Reilly, you know, Sean Hannity, whatever you want to call him. He that's yeah. who he was. The Daily Bugle and Spider Man was the Black Lives Matter of that universe. You know, it was. He just got all <laughs> that. He was just completely uh inundated with spider-man being a menace and and but robbie was always there in the comics saying bro you wrong bro this is not spider-man you trying to make him and i feel like the reason i brought this up is because i believe that stan lee literally i think that he did he did a lot of things metaphorically in these comics like i I mean it's it's already proven he said that the x-men was based on uh that professor x was malcolm uh, martin and that uh magneto was malcolm Mm. um and there's also some interesting, uh, 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 race bending uh, uh, plots, uh, uh, pitches for some upcoming movies. Like some people were saying, like, Denzel would make a great Magneto, I don't think he would ever do it, but I think that that's a good that's that's something worth exploring. But yeah, man, uh, they would always be like, yo, Spider Man, uh, they write papers on him and they'd make him out to be this guy. And then this dude, Robbie Parker, who didn't get any more, he was in, like, I think. He was in uh, the very first one with Tobey Maguire. And I think he was in like Amazing Spider-Man, uh, then uh, then Spider-Man 2. And I don't think he made it, I don't think he was in the, the third one. But yeah, he was always in the comics, always present. And I just thought that it was fascinating that out of all of the white characters that Stan Lee had in his comic book, that he made sure that Robbie Parker was black uh, and was on a high level position in the Daily Bugle and was always there to counterbalance the bullshit that J. Jonah Jameson would try to cast on Spider-Man, Tyrone, like... I think that there was something, but I, I think that in the like in, in his head, um like Stan Lee knew that black people understand what it's like, you know what I'm saying, to to try to do well but still be shy, yeah. still be castigated as some problem, right? To to still, no matter how much you earn your way out of the hood, the projects, no matter how much you have tried to get your degree and all this, like somehow there's still gonna be people who are trying to say that you're a menace, that they should call the police mm. on you. And Robbie Parker is the guy who's like, yo, that's not who this is. And I feel like that's kind of what's being embodied here. Am I tripping when I'm reading the comics? I'm reading too much into that?
2: No, no, no. Stan Lee was always an ally. Like Stan Lee was very open about uh, inclusivity and uh, being, you know, being open and and uh, not hating people for what they look like or where they come from and that kind of thing. So Stan Lee was always about that. Uh, he would often put little blurbs in, in the books. And, you know, there would just be this moment where it's just Stan Lee talking to the reader and saying, Hey, you know, we believe that, you know, yes, right. uh, you know, th- like uh, we'll have to have to find someone post them because like they were always beautiful and it was yeah. always good to know that you had somebody like that at the very top of, you know, uh, in Marvel comics who would, you know, looking out for people. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I, think, I think Robbie definitely could be a, a, you know, sort of almost like an avatar yeah, for, uh, you know, for Stan Lee's, uh, love and acceptance and tolerance and allyship and stuff like that without a doubt i think that's a good read yeah
0: absolutely so steph um before um this up to this 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 age that we live in when stanley was able to outwardly you know just create black masterpieces like black panther and blade which is up next by the way um he was still trying to and for as a young kid man looking at these comics I recognized it like you know i mean i'm six seven you know i'm reading these books and i'm like why why do i have this feeling about this but don't feel the same way even though i like batman because he was a dark character i just whenever i read a dc comic or open up the book i never got that that sense of like understanding of how the world works for us you know what i'm saying like i never got that in the dc comics it was in every marvel comic though and it's starting to show in the shows falcon and winter soldier in uh, in, in uh, the most recent one we watched, uh, uh, uh not not Loki, but the one after that. Uh, okay. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah, 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 Hawkeye, yeah. Like there, there's there's riddles of it. You know how we got um 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 Griff. Uh, uh as a law as a larper you know he could have been one of the tracksuit mafia but no they made him into a cosplaying geek nerd guy you know what i'm saying and um and, and and so i feel like these things are done intentionally you know when they make when they give us the patriot when they give us isaiah bradley and tell us how he was the, the first original captain america oh my god i love this show i love that i have somewhere to say this shit and people know what the fuck i'm talking about because like, before we just, i would just be saying this to myself so i'm so i'm so happy that uh stanley is consistent
2: yeah and I I found a a blurb on one of the books from 1968 I'm sorry I don't have it to put it on the screen but I'm just gonna read it real quick yeah Um, he says let's lay it right on the line bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today but unlike a team of costume supervillains they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun the only way to destroy them is to expose them to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are the bigot is an unreasoning hater one who hates blindly fanatically Indiscriminately, uh, if his hang-up is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to a job, he hates all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity, with equal venom. Now, we're not trying to say it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another, but although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. Sooner or later, if a man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill our hearts with tolerance. For then, and only then, will we be truly worthy of the concept that man was created in the image of God, a God who causes all his children." Mm. he put that in 1968 that was in a comic Whew.
0: man and you know what comes to mind first of all kudos for that but if i had to place a bet on it i would guess that that happened after the death after martin luther king's assassination
2: yeah i think uh uh mlk was assassinated in uh Yeah, I I think it was after. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, It might have been that, you know, that might have been what prompted him to kind of, like, you know, take that action and put that in there. But, yeah, he was always down for the cause. Like, Stanley was a true ally.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, and it just showed. I mean, look, man, where else did you go than to look at this freaking cover, bro? I mean, he didn't have to do that. He did not have to do that. You know what I'm saying, Steph? Stanley did not have to make the first Spider-Woman a black woman, but he did. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. I guess I'm just impressed with Marvel because Marvel does that. You know, they give us characters like Robbie Parker uh, to make sure that there's a voice. They give us characters like Valerie, the librarian. And of course, they give us the father, I would say the godfather of Marvel Studios, Blade himself, Mr. Wesley Snipes. We got to pay homage to my man. This dude right here launched the career of Marvel movies, in my opinion. Now, I know they did you know, the Ivan Drago, uh, Captain America before that. And, you know, I know there was, you know, the Spider-Man move uh, shows where he had to, you know, or he had to climb up the building and he would, like, <laughs> it'd be real hard for him to get over, the, get over the ledge. But before all of that, man, the first legit movie that was dope as fuck was Blade, bruh. Now, did you see Blade, Steph? I did not. Okay.
1: I think I was you- young when it came out. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I was too, uh, go, go
2: back and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah but, uh, <laughs> watch
3: uh, it. Actually, um, the first black superhero, if we're actually like looking into this was spawn, it was 97 oh. when spawn All came right. out and then blade came out in 98. I only know this because I'm a spawn fanatic.
0: All right. Well, you're, you're definitely you're on my radar and you're, you're reading my thoughts here because we definitely were going to mention uh, Mr. Michael Jai White and his mm. version of Spawn. Um, but I would dare say that uh, all right. We're, this is what we can do here. Um, Spawn did not come before Blade. Blade uh, was in the comic books in Spider-Man uh, when Todd McFarlane was still a artist for Marvel before he broke off. And started making his own Spawn comics. Now Blade may have gotten his theatrical premiere after the Spawn premiere, but oh, in terms gosh. of the existence of the characters, if we're being nerdy here, which is what we do, <laughs> um, uh, the uh, this Todd fought McFarl- the Todd McFarlane version of Spawn did emerge after the development of Blade, uh, which was again just a, just a side character in a, in a in, you know he, he was a badass dude. He used to he had a chain kind of like Luke oh. Cage. And a little, he had a man bag uh, before it was popular. <laughs> and, he, uh, and he rode a motorbike and um, yeah, and, and he would show up and he, he at first showed up around the same time as Morbius and, it, and it, which is coming out pretty soon. So, you know, we kind of get to see this thing develop, but yeah, you're right, you're right. And and, I, and thank you for mentioning um, uh, 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 my, uh, Spawn because we definitely gonna talk about Spawn, but I just wanted to kind of just talk about um, Mr. Uh, 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 Blade real quick because I wanted to keep this in mind. Think about the Marvel Studios' plight here. Okay, we have got Marvel, a uh, well, you know, probably a 60-year young Stanley. They're trying to decide what should be the first major cinematic release of a Marvel movie. All right, mm. they're looking on the right. They're seeing that Twilight is out. If Ty was here, he would he would co-sign that. They're seeing that you know all of these all of these vampire things are are popping right now. They say, hey, we have a vampire character. They could have gone with Morbius. But no, they said, no, let's go with the black guy. A really black guy, not a light skin, not a, not, not, what's the, what's the dude, uh, uh the, the German dude that all the, Boris Kujov and all these other folks. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to go with Mr. Mr. Black himself, Wesley Snipes. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing about Wesley Snipes back in the nineties, bro. Passenger 57. What? <laughs> Drop zone. What? You know what I'm saying? Like this dude, Bro, he, bro.
2: Demolition he, man.
0: demolition. oh my God, don't even. Oh, that's wow. the jam. Hand.
2: That's the jam. That, bro. Demolition Phoenix. man.
0: Bro, <laughs> I still don't know how to use the seashells.
2: <laughs> if anybody in the comments knows how to use the three seashells, let us know. We've been, been trying to figure that shit out for, for years.
0: <laughs> he doesn't know how to use the seashells. <laughs> Steph, I love when Steph smiles and nods, and she's like, <laughs> "I I know this reference. I do know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. Got all right, it. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, man. I mean, so out of all of the Marvel characters, of the Doctor Stranges, of the of of Reed Richards, uh, out of this even Spider Man, they went with Blade, bro, as the first major release, and it went three movies. We're introduced to Ryan Reynolds into the Marvel universe mm-hmm. through Blade. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, uh it, 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 I mean, they did the Dracula thing. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a big fan of the Dracula thing. But, uh, but also, I think James D- uh, D- Dwarf, uh, Stephen Dwarf's career is only Blade.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, still, that dude is a hater.
0: Blade and vape commercials, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that dude is such a hater. If y'all ever, ever want to see some funny shit, just just read Stephen Dwarf on on any interview or whatever because people still ask him what he thinks about stuff for some reason. That dude is such a hater. Just have some fun reading what a hater sounds like.
0: Oh my god, for real! Oh, yeah. so that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. He mad. Yeah, man. He mad. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, here's here's what I want you to know, Steph, because you're gonna have this is this is uh nerd this is blurred homework. Like uh, you must see Blade because it's coming out. Mariscal Ali is gonna play the reboot. You got to see the first one so you can compare it to the other one. Here's what yeah. you'll love about it. It's it's uh, it's hella black. All right. The mom mm-hmm. has a prominent role. The mom is played by Sanaa Lathan, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh... Was was it Sanaa Lathan? Hey, check fact yeah, check. I'm that, I'm gonna go ahead. Ahead. Also,
2: real quick, uh, I'm going to uh, address uh, Minnie's comment. He keeps bringing up Nino Brown. Yes, uh, Wesley's nice to play uh-huh. Nino Brown. We're keeping it in the nerd space. Nino Brown's not exactly in the nerd space, but for you, I will say, Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, yes, yeah. I yes I
4: you, you are correct. You are <laughs> correct. It was,
2: it was <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, at Mo Beta Blues, uh, you
0: know what I'm saying? White men can't jump. What do you want us to do? Go uh, down the whole list? Minnie, Money train. Uh, Too long fool. <laughs> 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 yeah man he did other movies bro but we're, we're you know what i'm saying we're we're, we're trying to
2: stay in but yes, new jack universe. city absolutely classic oh uh, uh, sugar and, hill and come on Oracle. bro get, yeah. get
0: the fuck out of here man oh oh michael jackson's bad video come on bro he was in michael jackson's bed he had yeah. the blade jacket on bro he was yeah. the originator man he walked up to him was like hey man what you think you bad or something you ain't bad <laughs> we should we should we should we should we should do a review for the for the bad video let's just Uh, watch
2: moonwalker just watch the entire oh my
0: god yes 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 all right cool man yeah well anyway blade i call him the godfather of marvel bro and to his credit i heard i read excuse me in an article that blade originally pitched the black panther movie like back then like he Hmm. was like look there's this guy black panther he pitched it even though he had his own character, but, 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 uh, but Wesley Snipes low-key sounds like he has blurred cred, bro. Like this dude was trying to bring Black nerds and Black characters to the forefront, uh, uh, and started off with Blade and wanted to go even further. I could just imagine how, I don't know, it probably wouldn't have been so good (laughs) if they did the Black Panther movie back then. You could, you imagine, like, I don't know. I'm glad that it had turned out the way it did. Um, because Black Panther hit right on time. Like, people don't realize that black panther despite the fact that it was um, the first movie to hit the beat um it, it it wasn't it, in addition to it being the monumental uh, uh, cultural sh- uh, uh, phenomenon, it hit right amidst a moment where black folks were kind of going through it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we were we were just now starting to post the videos of police brutality all over the place. The concept of Black Lives Matter started to become a thing. Trayvon had just been shot. Mike Brown had been shot. Mm-hmm. We were we were dealing with Breonna Taylor. We were dealing with, uh, you know, uh, uh, uh you know, at, at, uh, my man up in New York, Eric Garner, you know, like it, it was a whole thing. And then here comes this black superhero. That's not just some dude from the hood, but he's a, he's a freaking African rich guy. The richest person in every comic book yeah. freaking has more money than every freaking person better. He got more money than Tony Stark, more money than Bruce Wayne, more money than everybody, bro. A freaking Oliver Queen. I don't give a fuck who you are. This dude has his own country and it's, it's, it just goes without saying that I think that Wesley Snipes, Needs to get his flowers, despite him having issues with the law for shit that one president actually got tax returns for and asked people. Uh, uh, you don't even get me start. Yeah, oh, to,
2: to, that was that was reparations. Let him keep his money.
0: So, yes, kudos to you, Godfather. Man, I still give you all the love. Now, I want to go ahead and take a step back real quick and do a little bit of offer. Oh, I want to do a little off brand if it's OK. And then we'll jump back onto some mainstream stuff. I want to go back to Yaz and Steph. And I just because I, I think me and you right now me me and you Tyrone
2: we nerding we, we out driving.
0: yeah we're, we're doing it
2: we're doing good old fashioned nerd out it's happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we jiving oh man in the comments section too I want y'all to tell me comments whoever it is that's here I want y'all to let me know if y'all know who these people are I'm gonna put somebody on the screen you shout out who their name is Yaz and Stiff can y'all okay. tell me who this person is right here no <laughs> no no oh my god all right right. i'm gonna i'm gonna see if the comments okay all right comments can anybody in the comments tell me who this person is somebody please don't don't disappoint me one of y'all one of y'all knows who this is all right i would do the jeopardy music but i'm scared they'll cancel the show so yeah they'll do that all right no, you know, it's not good burger, but that's hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay. Good burger>. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's not good
3: burger. That's okay, good burger. That's Kidding and Kel, bro. Good burger. And and tell, bro. Wrong
2: burger. He said good right. burger. I like the sound of that.
0: <laughs> Yo, for those all right. So y'all seen stumps. So allow me and Tyrone. Tyrone, do you do you know his name?
2: That is uh future mayor Goldie Wilson.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is Mayor Goldie Wilson <laughs> of Back to the Future fame, who was not about that bullshit, bro. Mayor Goldie, the dude was sweeping up the shop in mm-hmm. Hill Valley. All right. You know what I'm and, um, and he was, and yo the, he's like, man, what's going on with our He was just, he was be yo, he was like, fuck that shit, bro. He's like, I'm tired of yeah. this shit, man. He's like, you know what? I'm going to clean up this town. I'm going to beat him. And then, uh, and then, uh, but so, so, all right, let me, let me provide the context for the, for the young ladies. So these, no, I know
3: what you're talking about it's Back <laughs> to the Future. I've seen, this movie, I've seen these movies, like, a bunch of times. It just didn't, like, that, that close up was just a little, like, who yeah, would have showed me, like, this without, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, like, you know, with my, like. Like without, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, a fucking what the hell is his name right now? marty mcfly marty mcfly yeah if you would have showed me without that then i probably would have guessed this but yeah that was like a little creepy close-up
0: like yeah it was I, I didn't even know he had a gold tooth i ain't gonna lie right
3: that's what i'm saying i'm like do i know they had a gold tooth back in like the 80s and 90s like uh.
0: yo so steph so this guy at the bottom right you see michael j fox's character over here on the left hand or well, the you know whatever side of the screen the dude in the life jacket um he he goes to uh, uh 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 he gets sent back to 1955 in a DeLorean made by Doctor Emmett Brown. Yeah, All I've right? seen the movie. I just
1: I don't remember the details. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the only one. Hold on, I'm nerd
0: explaining. Uh, please let me
1: finish. I, I know the premise. I don't need the basics.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so to fast forward then, when he first takes when he first hits 88 and he goes through the Twin Pikes. The Twin Peaks of the Twin Peaks Mall knocks over one of the trees, which makes it one Pine Mall, You know, which is y'all don't see like there's so many Easter eggs in Black and Back to mm. the Future. Like he there, there's he goes he's in the parking lot of a place called the Twin Peaks Mall, pines. Twin, Twin, pines. Twin Pines Mall. All right. And then he's going 88 miles an hour. The first thing he does when he goes back to the past is he he hits one of the one of the pines. And then when they get back to the future, it's it's called this, the One Pine Mall or something like that, and that's because he knocks it over. Like stuff like that happens all through the movie. Another thing that happened is he goes back in time, and while he's in this store looking for his dad, George McFly, he's hearing this dude in the background rant and rave about how everything's going wrong, and he wishes he could do more. And he says, "I would if I could, man. I would change, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm be somebody. I'm gonna be somebody." And Marty McFly with his dumbass spoiling self, he says, "That's right. You're gonna be mayor." And Goldie's like, man, yes, right, I'm a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mayor, I like the sound of that. And then, of course, his boss is like, yeah, that's right, a colored mayor. That'll be the day. He's like, you watch it, Mr. I will be mayor, Mr. Carruthers. Just wait, you'll see. I'm going to be mayor, and I'm going to clean up this town. And Mr. Carruthers says, well, that's great. You can start by sweeping the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's consistent. They stayed with him even throughout the movies. It wasn't just reelect him in 1985. Even when he went up to 2025, he was yeah. still the mayor, bro. Like this dude, last it was his
2: this- uh, his grandkid, I think. Oh, it was his yeah. grand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, his whole
0: bloodline still remains in politics, and that is good work, Robert Zemeckis. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant project with Black Back to the Future. Dare I say, deserves a reboot, possibly. Starring black folks, I would watch Black to the Future. I'm with it. Let's do it. It wouldn't be a DeLorean though. It'd probably be like a uh, like a six foot Chevy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm with that, bro. Let's put, let's make that happen. Uh, here's another one that I think I can stomp you guys on. Uh, Steph and Yaz, do you have any idea who this man is?
1: Duh. Yeah. What are you talking about? Icon. You kidding me? That's Keenan. Right. Oh, okay. Kel. That's Cal. That's my That is That's Cal. That's, <laughs> that's
3: good burger.
0: That's good burger. Good burger. All right. So do you happen to know who this character is that he's playing on the other side of the screen? Amelia. Did <laughs> you say, <laughs> what did you say? Arthur. I said Amelia Earnhardt. Look
3: at his
0: Amelia hat. Earnhardt. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Nope, nope, but you're close. But you're not actually, but I'm just saying that. He's sure looking
1: that. like one of the Lost Boys in Hook right now. Bang a ring,
0: Peter. Nope, no guess. No. Tyrone, yeah. are we still are we still connected?
2: That's uh, that's wasn't he Invisible Boy and the Invisible Men? Boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Invisible <First time> <laughs>
0: Boy, man. Yeah. I, yo, okay. So let me tell y'all Invisible Boy's powers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He not it's invisible,
0: invisible. He can turn invisible, but only when no one is looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Men is a great movie. That's a great movie.
0: Yeah. Mystery Men, bro. Come on, man. Ben Stiller. What? Heard about it. I've never seen yeah. it. The the fork. What was it? The spoon? Garofalo The, the, was the it? Blue Raja.
2: It yeah, <laughs> It's a it, that's a good movie. I got to check that out. It's All a right. it's it's a good. It's like a it's, it's like if Suicide Squad was made in the 90s.
0: Yeah. But was good. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know about the good part. <laughs> listen, I, it, listen, it, it, listen, the movie is, is good enough to be a classic. Mm-hmm. All right. It is a yeah. cult classic. Uh, it, it, t- and, and there was talk, I read something that said Ben Stiller was considering, since there's a superhero craze, rebooting this movie. I, I sincerely hope that you are serious about that. I mean, because this movie was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kel. I'm invisible. Can you see me?
2: <laughs> they had a dude whose who was uh power was he would just throw cutlery at people. Yes, the boom well, was he, out. he did it well, yeah. <laughs> he would just but he was like killing people with knives and forks and stuff.
3: That sounds yeah. like this sounds like the uh the, the ghetto version of the A-Team right here.
2: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, that's literally what it is. I mean, of course,
0: um they, they had superpowers, A Team was was more mission impossible, right. But yeah, Hank Azaria who voices mm-hmm. most of the characters they legit J- have
3: superpowers. Did he actually go no. invisible when no one was looking? Or
0: yeah, he just
2: yeah okay all
0: right, all right. are we spoiling because i'll spoil the fuck out of this yeah, shit. i, I mean the movie's
2: been out. out for 160 years. yeah we okay okay released, but...
0: <laughs> i had this movie on vhs <laughs> all right This. <listen. laughs> I, I have it right now i will go get it i will i have the box yeah, believe you i've
3: seen i've seen it like i've seen advertising for it you know what i'm saying i'm just I'm like uh yeah we're not watching that you know Austin oh
0: my this, god Austin yes uses classic
3: movies it. he makes me watch like braveheart and like you know gone in 60 seconds and all that shit and i'm like bro <laughs> It's old as fuck compared to now. You know what I mean? No, like, this no. doesn't. Some shit does not. You know what I'm saying? When you watch it now, it does not have the same kind of vibe as it did when you first watch it. So that movie, I'll definitely check it out. Though I'll, I'll add it to my list and let you guys know what I think about it. Bro,
0: you listen, listen, listen. Proswell from the Fuji's Proswell <laughs> nice? is has a main role. Has a, like a, a main thinking role. Love he it. can't act for shit, even though he only had like <laughs> two lines. He fucked them up. Uh, but but yo, he bruh, I'm trying to tell you this movie right here is yo, listen, they need to make a series out of this. I think they should be a Netflix show. It shouldn't even be just okay. it should be like a series. And um, there are powers, uh, like the Blue Raja. Actually, does flick sport forks uh, spoons? He he, he, and 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 they're like, why do you why do you uh, throw spoons? He's like, well, you know, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, you know, and um and there's a lady, Gene Garofalo plays a lady who has her dad's uh uh uh, dead helmet, dead dead skull inside of a bowling ball, (laughs) and he's still alive. Oh my god, there's there's so much stuff in this man. But the funniest part I have to say, for me, in addition to Kale having invisible powers that only work when you're not looking, that actually is, that ended up actually being invisible powers. But he has, he doesn't know it. So he, he's like, he's trying to be invisible. He's like, all right, I'm going to try to be invisible. Ah, I'm invisible. Can y'all see me? And they're like, yes. And you have no clothes on. Uh, so <laughs> you're yeah, the shoveler. The shoveler. Yeah. Yes, Daniel. Thank you. The shoveler. Played by uh, William, William H. Macy. Yeah. Bro, uh one of the funniest things of me is Mr. Furious is Ben Stiller. He literally has no power. <laughs> but he, his power is getting really angry. He tries so so like he's like oh, oh I'm getting furious. <laughs> uh, uh, and then he just starts like like hitting stuff but but he has no impact on nothing. And he's just All right, all right. I'm sorry. All right. Uh look, Invisible Boy Thank you for contributing to Black Nerd History. Now this one's an easy one. I'm gonna give this one to Yaz. I know you got this one, Yas. Okay. <laughs> what?
3: That's Black Man. Yes,
2: of course. We love Blake Extra Man. Extra points if you could name his sidekick.
0: Oh, I bet mm, you.
3: His can. sidekick was uh, Blake Man. Blake Man. Blake Man.
2: Go ahead and Google it. That's
0: what you're doing. I know. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It's I wasn't <laughs> about it, but I might have
3: to.
0: Um, like, oh, I know
2: this sidekick. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Hey, Tyrone. That's other guy. That's the other guy. <laughs> Come on, yes. <laughs> how do you not know Blake Man? You a? know how long, long it's been since news? I've seen
3: that movie? It's been at least a decade since I've seen
2: that movie. Like, oh my that god. One's, that one. All right. That one was the seen. J5. J5 J- in the house. Yes. Bro, listen, listen, listen.
0: I'm gonna tell you something. This movie was so funny. It, it it was so ahead of his time, yes. but it was also disappointing because I really wanted him to like spaz. I really wanted him to like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To like do some dope shit, and he was literally just a guy in a costume. You know what I'm saying? He was a hero. He had a boot. He, was- <laughs> he used the shit out of that boot. <laughs> Uh, all right man speaking of boots I, i'm gonna go ahead and honorable mention this one because i didn't put him on here but pootie tang belongs on Poodie. here yes and i know yes Yaz, that's one of your faves yes. should have pootie tang Poodie too i didn't water tie water tie but blank man was definitely now this one we did mention already but it is so worth mentioning despite the fact that it was a trash well i don't want to call it trash it was ahead of his time but it didn't necessarily it didn't uh it didn't necessarily make it to the level we wanted it to. And -hmm. that's meteor man by Robert Townsend. Uh, I do have to say, man, it was a, it's a hard watch, but it is a necessary, it is, it was a necessary development for us to be able to get to where we are. Mm -hmm. Robert Townsend for in all this credit, he took, he he had to go to Hollywood to pitch a black superhero movie. You know what I'm saying? And that couldn't have been an easy sell, you know, in the age of Superman in the age of, you know, uh, you know, we're dealing with commando and alien and, uh, uh, predator. And he's like, well, I put a cape on a black man. And I'm sure he got laughed out of so many studios, but to his credit, man, he was like, nah, bro, we're going to make this happen. Like black superheroes need to be put on blast because young black people need to also have heroes, even in a, in a fictitious, in a fictitious realm, uh, where they can look up to instead of always having to look up to uh, to, other, to people that don't look like them. What's up,
2: Steph?
1: That used to be my favorite movie. I used to yeah. get it from Blockbuster Video every week. That <laughs> yes. was your the favorite. One, I was like, "Meteor Man" again. <laughs> I watched it so many times. It hit Yo, with the kids.
2: Like it was such a it was it had the right tone for kids. And you it, could I remember not watching tell too, me
1: that was not one of the greatest movies of all time. Like you really, really? greatest
2: yeah. like at the time.
1: I loved Meteor. And he could read fast. We had that in
0: common.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I loved him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Media Man was way ahead of his time, man. Uh it 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 goes without saying that uh anytime you put a superhero in a costume, you have to make sure that his costume has abs. Otherwise, it's not really a superhero, <laughs> right? But his kind of looked uh I don't know, like a uh, Roku Remote control. Uh this is just, <laughs> his body looks completely made up. You got Marva Gibbs, you got Robert Guillaume. And Eddie I didn't Griffin. even realize that Eddie Griffin was in it like that. You know what I'm saying? If you look just to his right, you see a young Eddie Griffin. Um, bruh, there was all the stars in this. The only issue I had with Meteor Man, if I could keep it real, was the fact that the villains were were like drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? I was like, come on, man, that's a little Go that's a little dealers. too easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> It, yeah, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, and and they were you know people. From, it it was the hood against the hood. I was yeah. I didn't I didn't I wasn't really a big fan of it. I understand it because there there is a plot there th- that scenario does definitely exist. But um, that was if I had a complaint, I mean, outside of the you know the the lackluster CGI, which I'm sure they had no control over. I mean, what kind of budget are you going to get from this? But um, I I would just wish that their villain wasn't their own kind. You know, what I'm saying at the very least. You know, hit us with a killmonger. Give us the give, give us the head fake. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. mind having a black villain, but don't don't vilify the neighborhood. That You know, whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. Right. I'm with I'm with uh, with Robert, with Robert. Yeah. I, I, you could tell that Robert Townsend, because, you know, he made B- bamboos and all that. He had to deal with the, he had to pitch this movie and he probably didn't want to make it a race thing. And he played it safe. But thank you, man, for at least getting black superheroes some cred and putting them on the big screen. All right, we're kind of running out of time, so I'm going to start speeding through some of these here. Um, This one right here is a callback because we referenced this guy earlier, but I'm just curious if Yaz or Steph knows who this is.
3: Um, it's from Jurassic, Jurassic Park Park. Stop playing yes. games. Austin makes me watch that fucking movie all the
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is Ray Arnold's. all right, of Jurassic Park. One of the men in the room behind the scenes who was brave enough to go and to reboot the whole park and lost his whole life for it because oh he wanted to go all by himself with no guns, no armor, no nothing. Oh, no big deal. I'll just go flip the switch on. No, you won't. No, you won't. You won't be back, SMJ. You won't be back, SL. You'll lose your arm, and it's going to freak Ellie Sadler out. And yep. oh, fuck, please let Dennis Nedry do it because he deserves to die anyway. I'm sorry. I
2: also, that he delivered the best please in cinematic history. Period. <laughs> that line when he says, when he's yelling at the computer, please. and it's like, uh, uh uh you didn't say the magic word. He goes, please. It's like, is, is Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson, just like, greatness. <laughs> like, go watch that scene. It's the best please in cinematic history, period. <laughs>
0: Yo, my I thought that his best line in the movie was Hold on to your butts. Yeah,
2: oh yeah, classic, absolute classic. I mean, <laughs> it's Sam Jackson. He he just makes everything better. He elevates every character he's a part of.
0: Just just that scene one more time. I just want to read I just want to redo that scene real quick. Here's <laughs> it, it, the Samuel L. Jackson Jurassic Park.
2: Yeah, there it is. The sick, yep. <laughs> Hold on to
0: your butts. <laughs>
3: I mean, if the raptor didn't get him, definitely that chain smoking mm. was gonna get
0: him.
3: <laughs> fucking ashtray was overflown. Okay.
0: Yes, yes. Ray Park, Ray Arnold. Thank you so much for putting Jurassic Park back online, even though, for whatever reason, the Velociraptor Pratica did not get the same electricity that everything else did. Now, moving right along. We gotta show homage to this one right here. Tell me if you can tell me who this is. This should be a little easier for you. Um, yes.
3: What? Seth. Stop playing with me. It's a dude from Ghostbusters. Yes,
0: okay. this is Winston, <laughs> y'all. Winston, uh, who should have been Eddie Murphy. Uh, little known fact: mm-hmm. uh, uh, Eddie uh, Murphy was casted for that. He was actually because you know this is a Dan Aykroyd film. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and um Ray uh, uh freaking uh. The, <laughs> egon uh, yeah egon's uh, i forget his, I his name right now it's going to come to me in a second but uh yeah they had eddie murphy pegged for this part he wouldn't take the role he was doing golden child which he deserves to be on this list as, as well for golden child and uh he was doing some other movies but ernie hudson stepped in and played the role of ray park of uh, ray uh, winston excuse me and he did a well enough job for us to not hate him for it so thank you for representation there homeboy now i'm just going to go ahead and rapid fire some of these man, so we can have enough time to discuss a couple other things. This uh, goes without saying that this motherfucker right here is like key in the nerd sphere. Uh, And she, despite the hate that the character gets sometimes, deserves some credit for putting her on the map. And of course, I'm talking none other than Holly Berry giving us our very first storm. Did we love it? No. Uh, Did we uh, think that she uh, deserved a better uh, role? Sure. Mm -hmm. But she took it she represented, was nothing higher high than Holly Berry at the time. Hallie, Holly, however you say it. And she also gave it some cool looks Um, that, dare I say, only somebody of melanated background could provide. Now, uh, she did also give us uh, Catwoman, you know what I'm saying? So that that was yeah. the whole thing. She There's made it none look of, good, but don't watch the movie. None Stephanie of the failures
2: of these characters were her fault, by the no. way. No, no. Like this Steph, was, what, I, sorry. What's going on, Seth?
1: Why are we giving her credit for this? No, I I like Halle Berry as a person, but I detest Halle Berry as Storm. Everyone who was involved in that casting deserves a Smack on the hand, but that wasn't her fault. That the character, like the whole X Men, you gotta understand, the whole X Men franchise itself was not properly
3: done. She you know could have you said mean? no.
1: You, you can always say no. No, you no, can't. No, you
3: can't. No, that's to what the said. role like, at to that the time. Role.
1: At that time, that was like literally the
3: smartest thing that she could have done for her career. Like no lie, because for she herself, her she was Stephanie. in so many of the movies,
2: but <laughs> it wasn't. Tripping. It wasn't her I, fault. Oh that no, the I, was, character
1: just, sucked. I no, was about to kudos those for
2: artistic integrity. It
1: is not unknown. Actresses with integrity have been known to turn down roles which they know they are not appropriate for or not go out for them. Storm is a 5'10 dark-skinned African goddess. Halle Berry is a cute little mixed light-skinned lady. She is not Storm. (laughs) And I'm not sorry. What you gotta think about in the time period that
3: this, mo- this these movies were made, they didn't have, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a prominent- they didn't have
1: art. chocolate ladies. I mean, they're
3: not, <laughs> not that we're probably like, all like about to be like action kicking and doing, you know, like being a mutant. You gotta think about the time. Angela Bassett was
0: chilling.
1: We've, we've always of, been Angela around. Would have been my choice. There have been beautiful, dark-skinned stunt women since the beginning of stunt things. <laughs> there is a laziness when people are like, oh, let's just let somebody get Halle Berry on the phone. OK, well, it let, me, let, me, let me let me it let doesn't me let me it was a good one.
0: Let me interject. All right. As much as I want the, the role to be casted appropriately, I still think that Angela Bassett would have been a much better pick for this part. However, yeah, at the time and context is key. Holly uh, Berry was at the top of her game. Like, Holly yeah. Berry, when people think as a somebody who produces shows, you also don't just consider who's appropriate for what. You consider who's going to bring eyeballs to the seats. And that's yeah. what the, that's what the, I'm not trying to listen explanation is not justification all right so before that i get i rolled off the screen I, I
1: don't i don't need the explanation i understand why they did it i just think it was mm. a poor choice beyonce's at the top of her game and if they ever cast her a storm i will march on marvel
0: <laughs> I will protest everything. Yeah, we had that conversation yeah well listen uh listen that's why we love your perspective here uh at the end of the day though she did give voice to our first storm and whether or not stephanie's really feeling that part or not she did end up tap, you know, capturing that part of the imagination for most folks. So we're going to give her some credit here, even though everybody's not necessarily feeling that decision. So we'll go ahead and keep <laughs> this moving, though, because there's even more people here that I want to make sure we get through. Plus, we still have Stephanie Ray's question of the day. Quickly, uh, Yaz, I know you know this one. Uh, this one's for you specifically.
3: Hey, my- <laughs> oh, I don't understand why they they had her name the way they did. That did not fucking make any sense. Okay, yeah. but the, yeah. the J. Fox and Kill
4: Bill was the <laughs> shit. That's all yes, I
0: yes, yes, yes. I completely agree. Uh I think that they would look. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Quentin Tarantino for you know some of the obvious reasons, but I will give them at least the creative aspect and you know him being able to work himself up from a being a guy who works at a video store to being a guy who puts videos on big screen however i will say that if there is a plot line that needs to be explored it is absolutely right? the concept of a young young daughter of the yellow i think it was the yellow mamba what, what was her she was the yellow um, she's she she's,
3: the, she's um she's not the black mamba that
0: was the she white. she wasn't lady. black she's i know black that red. Yeah, she was something. Yeah, she was something different, and uh, she was mad because she told Uma she was like, "How the hell do you get to be Black Mamba? I should have been Black Mamba." You know what I'm saying? Right. But if they don't make a movie or a show about the daughter coming back for revenge, then Quentin Tarantino, what's what's the point? Like, right. why even put that scene in there? Like, if anything, you think that that scene was made specifically so that they can recall it years from now. And now is the time. Now is the time. Black women are on the rise. And Zendaya, I mean, she's kind of like leading, even though she, you know, is she has a little bit of ambiguity to her. You know, we don't you know, we don't want her to lead everything. But the fact of the matter is, if there was a time, that's a time. And so I just want to give Vivica Fox, even though it's one of her last major, major roles. Uh, I want to give her some credit, man, for holding that part down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cuz she fought. Mm-hmm. That was that fight scene was epic. Yo, she wasn't yeah. she yeah. trained. Yes. Yo. Like there was some real ass blows exchanged in that scene. And uh I want to just give her a little bit of credit for that. Uh all right, here's a few that you recognize. Oh no, no, no. Oh, did I miss this one? Oh no. Oh all right all right all right. All right. Ooh, yeah. Uh here's one that I think we all know. Uh this one this guy definitely deserves his yes. playing the same. Morpheus. Um Morpheus. Uh and that's OG Morpheus uh HBO Max and that's the only one that we will acknowledge. <laughs> uh this young lady right here worked her way into my heart. I even cosplayed As the young men that she had along her side, my daughter and I, we did go to MegaCon. I was one of the zombies in the background. She had me with a chain around my neck. Wasn't a great look if you're not a fan of slavery, Uh, but if you're a fan of Walking Dead, it definitely made sense. All right. So, Michonne goes on there. I wanted to list a lot more. Uh, Dark (laughs) Kaya. Yo, what are you going to say? Look, that was a part of me when I was walking around MegaCon with a chain around my neck in shackles with no shirt on. Feeling like, you know what, this could really be taken out of context. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what, bro? This this week, look, my, my oldest daughter was made a movie star that year. She got so annoyed. People, can I get a picture? Get a picture? Like, at first, she's like, oh my God, Dad, this is, so, this is great. Then, like, three hours later, like she's like, oh my God, what? What? Damn like, paparazzi a, everywhere. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? She started taking pictures like this. <laughs> I could totally see another <laughs> <from that. laughs> You know Deja, right? Deja, Deja she's like, like, at first, she was taking a picture, she'd be like,
3: Oh, I bet. So and
0: man, then she's and like, then, all right, like, I'm done with this shit. Her fucking like, yeah, yes. <laughs> That's why she was, She's like, all right, man. Look, look. So that happened, man. So good on uh, kudos to you, Michonne. One of the most badass. The, the to see. I just remember watching Walking Dead. Tyrone thinking, yo, this show needs a sword. I remember when Rick <laughs> and him was out. I was like, yo, man, it'd be so dope if somebody, if there was like a ninja or something to just come out and in the next episode. Mm-hmm. We end it with Carol being chased away, and this chick comes out of nowhere, slices the head off zombies, and approaches in this dark ass hood, and she reveals herself. And I was like, "Oh my fuck, holy yeah. fuck, holy!" F- y'all lost my shit, yo. I still do. I have a yeah. huge poster of Michonne hanging right up here. i will show you if it wouldn't mess up my set, but bruh, Michonne, bruh, mm-hmm. man, man, Jesus. All right, sorry. Thanks for letting me geek out today. I think I only <laughs> got one more, um, and the last one I have on my list here, guys. Uh, oh wait, uh, hey, that was it.
2: <laughs> All right, good job. Right, that was great. <laughs> so,
0: there's our black nerd history for the day. I know we left a lot of folks off. I know there's a lot of people that we should have mentioned that we could have. So, do us a favor. If you think of anybody who we should have mentioned today, then pl- please bring them up in the comments or drop them into our group and we'll maybe discuss them on a later date. Maybe even after the show, uh, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up. We did want to talk a little bit about raised by wolves, but I'm going to tell you honestly, in all honesty, man, uh, Ty's not here and him and I would probably be the ones. Uh, uh, I'm caught we'll
1: up. I- I'm caught up too.
0: Oh, y'all caught up. Oh, okay. 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 I-, I didn't know if y'all was watching it. Like we was watching it, You know what I'm saying? I know we geek out on it pretty hard. We only got a couple minutes. Uh, but I'll just say that this episode was very revealing. This most recent one, uh, in the matter of soul uh yeah. actually coming out and being more or dare I say present. Mm-hmm. Uh but I but it freaked me out uh with you know the Android uh coming, you know, back to with life. With <laughs> I, I think- yo the whole eyeball yeah. yo with, with the uncle ruckus eye yo, did you see I yo think- mother i think- love
3: you but, uh, <laughs> I just, bitch yeah, get the fuck and she's just like fucking frederick cougaring everybody like that no. bitch was running around like a fucking like a lion hunting fucking it's gazelle dog that bitch was in and out of shit that was scary as hell no lie and then yeah. bro how she left her mom Damn. <laughs> She dragged
0: that bitch through the dirt all the way back, bro. The
3: whole
0: way, yes. The whole way, holding her hand too, dude. Yo, she, 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 last yes, she lynched, she lynched that lady. (laughs) I know she she did.
3: I
4: watched it.
0: Yo, she lynched the lady. Yo, it was fucking crazy. Yo, yo, look, we don't have enough time to go into Raised by Wolves. We got to get done by two so we can replay the show, but. We'll definitely be talking about that, man. We got, I think there's like, what, four more episodes? So we got plenty of time. But I think it's a good time for us to revisit now that good old Stephanie Ray question of the day. So if you don't mind, if you could repeat the question of the day for us real quick, Steph, and then we'll go ahead and answer that and get on up out of here.
1: Sure. Who is a character that changed the way you see yourself? Um, Mine is an individual that you cannot leave out when you're having a conversation about Black nerds. Not a sci-fi show, but honestly, I feel the king of the Black nerds. The originator of this character is an icon, none other than Steve Urkel himself, as played by Jaleel White. I was a faithful Family Matters viewer every single week and just loved seeing someone so unapologetically nerdy on screen being smart being brilliant being you know a little bit socially clueless and sometimes obnoxious and just so fully himself and out here winning i love it i'm still a little bit in love with urkel i'm a fan
0: yeah yeah i think i think we can all give tip our hats to stefan urkel uh
3: yeah because now he was like weed
0: companies and shit now yeah yeah
3: Wait. Yeah. yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. He, he literally delivers weed to Snoop
0: Dogg like niggas going up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, yo, Jaleel Green is what they call him now. <laughs> he he that But yeah, I remember seeing him and thinking, yo, he, I had posters of him on my wall. I actually used to he was my first impersonation uh, I used to do in like middle school. And uh, I got a lot of got a lot of credit for it. Yes. Do you have some is there a character that you think may have uh, uh, made you somebody different?
3: Yes. Um I, I don't know if you guys remember this. Okay, way early 90s, but uh the official yellow Power Ranger from the Mighty Morphins movie. Um her name was um her name was Aisha Campbell. Yeah. Um, so if you guys remember, I literally like as a kid had a yellow Power Ranger outfit and like nonstop wore that shit. My mom said I was the yellow Power Ranger for like maybe three or four, maybe five. Halloween's as a kid um yeah I slept in that I ate in that I was yellow Power Ranger and the funny part about it was I never could say like wise when I was a kid and my name was a wise so it would, I would say it like Lello. it was the best no lie but
4: <laughs> hell
3: yeah all up in that shit you know what's really funny about it now I don't even like to wear yellow because I feel like it makes me look too bright
0: you can never be too bright yeah i mean you
3: never know but yeah she i mean it it was dope to see you know a a teenage black girl you know what i'm saying like in this group of diverse kids just just kicking ass you know what i'm saying like like she was she was not only tough and fierce in her own way you know what i'm saying but she took no bullshit and i loved that about her so like you know that that's kind of how like i i guess i could i saw myself as like becoming an adult so like that was that was mine was aisha Eight. dig
0: it dig
2: it tyrone you have an answer bro yeah yeah for me uh so i was a big x-men fan back in the day mm-hmm. big on the animated series and stuff and i remember the first time bishop showed up in uh in the oh, animated series man. giving the x-men the business and i oh, was like he doesn't look like a lot of these people and <laughs> yeah, uh, it was true. yeah it was right. it kind of it, it caught me off guard and it, it just kind of it, it sort of changed things i was like okay oh, all right here we go so yeah b- for me it's bishop from the x-men bishop I like okay
0: yeah, yeah I, yo i dig bishop man uh uh mine isn't as mine is is a little cheesier i honestly this is gonna sound weird but for me it was eddie murphy um and let me tell you why uh for the first time i saw a dude go from doing comedy to doing action uh mm-hmm. and do it mm-hmm. seamlessly this dude was in beverly hills cop he was in uh uh um coming to america there was action yeah. you remember him yeah. and sebi floored samuel l jackson from <laughs> trying to rob mcdowell like he legit was working that bow like donatello bro like that was a legit scene like i love that shit. and then let's not forget i want the knife this dude was chased by a demon in golden child which i still think be- deserves a reboot so for me it's eddie murphy Even though I know that's not a character, I know we were talking about characters, but just Eddie Murphy as uh, an entity, like for him to just go from being Gumby to being, you know, uh, 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 you know, this dude in Golden Child to being uh, uh, an African king, you know what I'm saying? Then he can go back to be like the holy man, you know, and 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 you know, like to be funny and to be at you know an action star and just to embody that and to be one of the first damn near all black on screen role on screen movies that we saw of majestic background I for me it, it eddie murphy's person
2: not even his uh, character up, not eddie? to mention one of the best stand-ups of all time
0: yes of course hilarious oh my god classic and all about his own self like not a bunch of made-up shit like yo talk about his family and like being his authentic self and i mean even though it wasn't a bunch of nerdy stuff it was relatable for me. You know what I'm saying? We all had an aunt that, oh, help, please, fell down. And, <laughs> or the father who said, this is my house. Your wife is a Bigfoot storage. Your wife is a Bigfoot. Your wife is a Bigfoot. Uh, hard to watch now, but it was definitely dope. Well, listen guys, I hope you've enjoyed our journey of black nerd history. This is our first installment. Hopefully this is our inaugural. Who knows? Maybe we'll do some more in, uh, uh, in years to come. I want to thank Stephanie. want to thank Ty. I want to thank Tyrone. I want to thank Yaz and uh, Ty for being here for 30 seconds. Um, you know, I know you had a busy day.
2: Hope you having a good day.
0: Right, yeah, hopefully all that's going well. Uh, so I am going to go ahead and bid everyone adieu and say, as we always do, please make sure you are your authentic self. If you're not yourself, what are you being fake? Ain't nobody feeling that. And as we always say, especially in this last Saturday of Black History Month, you a geek? Don't be afraid. Go ahead and let it all out. Let. That geek flag fly next time. Solid fighter, too. I just really thank you for me, Ken and Rap. Too, I find it hard to be like a keep a wee ninja hanging and now Uncle Wap was hanging if and energy to say, i the percentage. Oh, yeah, yeah, the niggas over there,
4: yeah, yeah, and I look at what I'm.